Blank check with Griffin and David. Blank check with Griffin and David. Don't know what to say or to expect. All you need to know is that the name of the show is Blank Check. Here are my terms. Goest thou to hell and swiftly please in there. May Azamatis himself suckle from your diseased podcast. Great. Disease what? What's the word? Teat. Yeah. Osmodius. Ozymandias? It's not Ozymandias. It's Osmodius. You know, everyone's 17th favorite character. (laughs) Everyone's 17th favorite hell demon. Yes. Uh, Hello, everybody. My name is Griffin Newman. A lot of hell talk and you don't see hell. No. David Sim. He's never made a hell movie, has he? No, I mean, I don't think so. Beetlejuice has, Beetlejuice the, has the, the underworld, like under undead dimensions. Yes, but um, no, I guess not. No. Sleepy Hollow has a hell tree. Yeah, he has a lot of like portals to hell. Right, right. But Hell's he over never, there. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's, it's like, in the neighborhood. Right. It's right over your shoulder. Uh, my name, my name is Griffin Newman. You already said that. I'm David Sims. I was trying to like cue you up so we could have a rhythm going. This is a podcast called Blank Check with Griffin and David. We're hashtag the two friends. Thumbs up. What we like to do is talk about filmographies. Jamie like that. Directors who have massive success early in their careers have a series of blank checks given to them. Sometimes those checks clear. Yeah. And sometimes they bounce as emodious. <laughs> okay. Ben just shook his head. Uh, uh, Jamie, we say we're Jamie, the two you friends. Can just talk, it's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, uh, every every show has different every rules. Do. I just we just like I like the guests to talk. I like <gasps> talking. No, yeah. no, no, you can talk. Um, it's we, great. We are we are. You got The reason I say that we're the two friends is because that that is our competitive advantage in the podcast world. <laughs> yeah, we're two friends. Right. The two friends. Yeah, because I'm telling it like it is a little bit. A lot of podcast people talk about movies. You yourself host one. Bechtel <sighs> cast. Yeah, I know. Jamie Loftus is our guest today. Yeah, just Hi. get right Podcast or writer. Um, and we were trying to figure out like, okay, what makes us stand out in this landscape? And we went, mm-hmm. oh, I know what it is. We're two friends. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And not there's not a lot. It's usually two acquaintances. Yeah. Sure. Two people. Two uh, coworkers. Po- posing as friends. Peers. Three yeah. friends. Right. Yeah, right. Three Lovers. Oh. Oh, God. Those ones are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> those are... I don't want to listen to a podcast recorded between lovers. I just don't. No. no. <laughs> I don't. What if that is that is are there lover podcasts? Hundred percent. There are, there are a lot of like, uh, especially they like, start with like, "How are you doing, lover?" Like that. No, like, they talk about like they're like, "Oh my god, the milk at our house," and I was like, yeah. "I can't <laughs> listen to your your right." It's they're boring. I'm they're not going to drag anyone by name, but there is an entire culture, and they're very successful of like two stand-ups who are married host a podcast together about. Oh. There's at least one of those that I like. There's one of those that I really like, and then the rest are, are, are about the milk at the house. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. Do you want to say the one you like? I mean, the one I like is Couples Therapy. With oh, yeah. I've Naomi Ekperigan. Oh, they're great. And Andy Beckerman. They are great. I have not That's heard that. They are well, great. there used to be a Minaj, but they're done. Yes. That was a couple, yes. that was a couple oh, pod. Yes. That was a Ben pod. Oh, yeah. Is that Ben Pod? But, it, but they don't, yeah. they don't podcast produce, no more. No, I used to produce a show called Menage a Trois. Producer Ben used to host a show called Menage a Trois. Um, with Murph Meyer and Diana Ben Kolsky. Ducer, producer Ben, the poet And uh, the we would talk to guests Mr. about Positive, their sex Mr. lives. Positive. Keeper. Oh. It was yep. fun. Tiebreaker. I was on it once. 
Yeah. Poet laureate. Would I guess you, I talked about myself. Meet lover, the fart detective. I was single at the time, so I was like more interested. You're, in you're down to reveal. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, let's talk about it, guys. Podcasting while single is a slippery slope. It is. Seeming the sheets. Yeah. And then the people like listen to it and they're like, I heard you on thing. And you're like, ah, yeah. Yeah, I've been kind of revealing too much about my life. He's not professional. Yeah, Ben's single right now. Yeah, and then when, and then. Your crush finds it, and then they're right. they're like, "Oh, you're gross." Or oh, I mean, or, if, if or you have like, a crush oh, on me, gross. that's what you find out. Right, right, right. right, right. If right. I can say two things, Depends. though, yeah. one thing mm. you've been single on this podcast for you know stretches. You've had some single stretches. I'm I'm single most of the time. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to mis- you know finesse that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, the the uh, no, I was gonna say this probably will have come up in an earlier episode. We're recording things out of order. The way we became friends. With being single. Well, yes. But also, we both on Menage a Trois listed the same pop culture crush. Yeah, you're right. You're oh. right. You're right. And of course, it was. And it people. Was, it, it was. Same first pop culture crush. Same, same first like, pop culture crush. Wait, Lydia Deeds Lydia and Beetlejuice. And Beetlejuice. Oh, okay. you know, people said, do you guys yeah. know right. you had the you same answer? Be... You should be friends with each other. Right. Right. That's you should right. be two friends with each other. Should be, and then you're like, "Hey, there's something to this." Yeah, <laughs> this whole two, two friends two idea. Sounds, We're okay. onto something. Hold here. on, it smells like oil. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, you know, you you had been reluctant to do Tim Burton on this podcast, and I had to wear you down over a series of years. I had to rope a dope you. Sure, but you realize he was one of the things that kind of brought us together. And then the second thing I want to say is that producer Ben has graduated to a series of titles over the course of different years, such as Kyle Ben, producer Ben Kenobi, Ben I Shyamalan, Ben Say Save Anything. Dot dot dot. Ail events with a dollar sign. Warhaws, Purdue Bane. Banglish, These are all like puns. Mr. Like ben Credible, Ben Nineteen, the oh, okay. Fettle Maker, so he's Eatrink, like me Ben Hosley. For everyone, mm-hmm. what's Nancy though? Do you like it? A Hosley day? Not, not really. <laughs> it's fine. You could take it or leave it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just the listing off, and I'm like, okay. Here it goes. You yeah. would be astounded to hear that people it. were angry when I dropped it from the show. Ooh. Yeah, we were like, look, the name thing takes so long. The guests are so confused by it. Can we stop doing I it? I don't and, enjoy doing right, it. Right, Griffin was sick of doing but it. And yeah. it turns out that's, yeah, yeah. I hate when Apparently, you drop one thing yeah. and then it turns out that was the only thing people ever cared about. Right, our yeah. listenership just... <laughs> like, oh, we have, we have a Beetlejuice segment that I do every every time we do a show, which is, uh, right. does Beetlejuice come wet scabs or dry scabs? Right. And... <laughs> I was sick of saying it because it does make me feel sick to say. Sure, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Right. But then when I stopped, people got people upset. People were upset. Yeah. Um, you know, look, we we have so little to offer people, and I'm <laughs> glad that they have. They enjoy the names and the scabs and whatever. Oh, yeah. that we yeah, can you offer. Gotta people. give them that. Yeah. Yes. Um. Are Are you a Beetlejuice fan? What is sort of your like relationship yeah, to Tim Burton, Burton in general? Because I feel like everyone's My, got a strong Tim Burton stance, one way or the other. Oh, I've been in and out on sure. uh, Tim Burton. I used to be strong into yeah. TB. I was I <laughs> I was like actively trying to date hot topic managers. Cool. Knew sure, my sure, TB. Sure. Yes. Back to front. Sort of almost like not even because I really liked it, mm-hmm. but because it was just kind of like I, crucial. I wanted to yeah date this skateboarder who was the assistant manager at Hot Topic. Right. Okay. It was like so him. I had there was a specific right. guy. Right. Right. There was a specific that was your type. Guy. But also there yes. was one sort of there was there was one. Yeah. I mean there was kind of two. They okay. there was a lot of skateboarder <laughs> boys, and I wanted to date all of them. And they would all work at the Hot Topic. Yeah. And so I didn't realize till recently. I thought I had seen 
Nightmare Before Christmas. Not true. I have wow. just been to a Hot Topic. And I thought that right, I You've seen, seen it. it on sweatshirts. Like I've, you've seen sort of like a, a picture book. If you like look through a Hot Topic, you can see half the movie. And after a while, I was just like, I've seen this movie. <laughs> right. I will say that is one of those movies that like you, you take a stopwatch to it. It's actually like 67 minutes long before sure, credits. Very short. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was very hard short. to make. Probably have seen the entire movie through merchandise. Honestly, that movie is so short that you probably have seen it represented. Across the all the different items they sell there. Well, with that, it's like they're everyone's pushing the whole Jack Sally thing, but they're in three scenes together, and in two of them, he's actively negging her. Yeah, he's not yeah. nice. He's like, "Shut up and make my suit." <laughs> like I was like, "This is the this is the sweatshirt moment." <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm a big fan of that movie. I don't think it works best as a love story, right? No, but, but it is weird how that movie has just become this thing that's like picked apart and people use to represent whatever, like in their dark soul, they want. Yeah. reflected back to them. It's a good AIM away. Like that used to be like an AIM away yeah. message. Like, look, he's afraid to talk to my Sally. Well, and there was that Blink-182 <laughs> song that was like, it would be like Jack and Sally. Oh my God, Do you remember yeah. they used oh. that? Oh, I forgot about I feel that. like totally that was a moment that, that crystallized Ew. it as like, yes. Right. <laughs> That's so well icky. I think that was a moment though because that was sort of like, what? The movie, it's been like 25 years since the movie yeah, came out. This was the anniversary. Jack and Sally. Yeah. Uh, be no, like Jack and Sally. Oh God, I feel sick. Um, there 93, is 93. 93, yeah, right. so 25 years. Right. I feel like, like you know, 10 years in, 2003, you said, right, 2003, mm-hmm. I think is when it went from being like, okay, the movie was like marginal when it came out, then it's, it became a cult success, and then it became like a sweatshirt, a mainstream cult right, success. Right, just sort of a canonical generational thing. Right. Everyone had seen it when they were a kid, and they were all grown up now, and they were all like, yeah, that's that's a tradition, that movie. Right, yeah. and then that Blink-182 song was around that time, which is when Hot Topic becomes like 99% Nightmare Before Christmas merchandise. Yes. This is when we are all teenagers. I, mean, I, I wanna... owned a Jack Skellington sweatshirt. Convinced cool. I had seen the movie. Well, I just saw the movie for the first time a couple days ago. I think, really? Yeah. Okay. Really? Wow. Yeah. We just did an episode on it, and I thought I had seen the movie. I, I think the fact that, like, the merchandise still felt, like, edgy because the movie, like, people didn't fucking get it when it came out. Oh, it's like Skeletons and bones, dude. Right, he's like so, a skeleton man. Yeah. So imagine a regular man, but a skeleton. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, my favorite thing is to call all skeletons skeletons. Skeletons. Right. Skeleton. Yes. Um, but but, but my, no Disney marketing machine like amped it up, and then the kids who were like, I don't like that fucking cookie cutter Disney stuff. Sure, I like this <laughs> other sweatshirt produced by Disney. <laughs> and we really showed them yeah. by, by purchasing those sweatshirts. They became like the alt. Uh, uh, Jack and Rose. You know, if you're like, I'm not basic. I don't like that fucking Titanic shit. I do. I like the I fucking like twisted. Can I get broken. a Jack and Rose sweatshirt? hundred those available? That. that would be great. I feel like Hot Topic now, like all the stuff that Hot Topic used to stand for has become so mainstream that the mm. way they could go back around to being alt is to take the things that used to be the most mainstream and reclaim them as cult. They should do that. Right, to just like go all in on like my best friend's wedding or whatever. Because their stores are now like Nightmare Before Christmas, Deadpool, and Harley Quinn, which are like so universally popular. I can't even. Deadpool gives me a migraine. I can't deal with it. 
Well, 18, no, no to be fair, to be fair, it, think that's, about it, that's what I was going to say. It hurts your head a little bit to think about the fact that he knows that he's in a movie. It's true. I mean, when he gives us a little look and he, we know he's in on the joke, I'm like, right. oh my God, this yeah. is too, this is too. There was it's someone I was briefly dating who saw Deadpool 2 Uh-oh. so many times. Congratulations. How many, so many times is two. <laughs> more, than, <laughs> more, more than two times. And this is also recent history. <laughs> yeah, right. It, it was in the past couple months. <laughs> yeah, clearly. We're no longer together. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, Thank true. you so much. There's sometimes Did red he know he was in a relationship? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, uh, Jamie, there's actually, so say what you will. But there's actually some really good cutaway jokes or like some some good. Oh, no, no, no. Some really top notch fourth wall breaks. I was like, ah, was he trying I, to like appeal to you as like, Jamie, you're like a comedian. You yes. need to see think this. Like, Dude, Deadpool was his favorite comedian. Wow. Which is something that he said. Do you think Deadpool? <laughs> What you, would this guy come on? There was something going for this guy, right? Was he like a Rhodes Scholar? Was he a hot topic manager? <laughs> Did he have like a Nobel Prize no, or something? He, he was a very specific type that I go for regardless of where your brain's at. Right. Uh, and so he physical was type, a, a big physical type. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Was Skellington. just and we're and we're like good. We're good friends still, sure. but you know there were some but certain there were some hangups. Like Deadpool was his favorite. Deadpool, comedian. I, Deadpool was his favorite comedian, which hurt me mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. As I mean, and also I am not sure if he knows Deadpool is not a real man who exists. Oh. I think he does, but he doesn't speak of Deadpool as if he's a fictional character. <laughs> It is crazy that Deadpool was never on Harold Knight. It's kind of crazy right. that, he that he never, never made did a new house faces. Team. Right. He yeah. sailed yeah, right yeah, yeah. through. He I know. sailed right through. Yeah. True. He, I mean, raw talent. Yes. He does teach a class, though, right? <laughs> he does, but it's more of like a storytelling class. <laughs> so it's one of those UCB classes where the the getting the credit doesn't help you. <laughs> no, you got to do it just because you love it. Yeah. You love it. Uh, Deadpool's cool. Are we all going to see the PG-13 Deadpool recut that's coming out of Christmas? Uh, should we make a day? David, by the time this episode comes out, oh, right. it will that have been released three, like three months, months ago. ago. I will well, have seen it many times. On the record, <laughs> it, it changed the world. And Deadpool is president now. Deadpool is president. Right, yeah. that was it. That was just, that was the crucial thing he needed to De- break the dam. Deadpool is daddy. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so was there a point for you, because I, I find, I find there are, uh, you know, most people especially of our generation, like Tim Burton growing up. Mm-hmm. And then there are the people like myself who like, it's like the ex you can't get over. I still keep on giving him another shot. Sure. And the people like David where it's like, I can't deal with it anymore. Oh, I'm I'm fully done. Okay. I'm fully done. So but I, I did. I loved Edward Scissorhands. That was my Tim Burton. My, the one sure. I that's the that's your, your, your primo ultimate number yes. one. My question is, because I find it's different for people. What was your like point of no return? What was the one where right. you just went like fuck this? Oh, God, I'd need Let to Let me see. run you down some some yeah. some Burt's. So you know, you got your early Burt's. You know, you got your Pee-wee, your Beetlejuice, your Edward, your Batman. A miracle right. Edward. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then we're in the sort of 90s Burt's. Yeah. We got Mars Attacks, Sleepy him. Hollow. Still there. Planet of the Apes with I Wahlberg. I haven't seen that one. Fine, easy to skip over. Terrible. Big Fish. Uh didn't love Big Fish, but uh stayed with him. Uh Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And now we're getting I, into the the Dark Shadows zone, the sort of Johnny Depp star vehicle zone. I was the I was the right age at right. Charlie and the Chocolate yeah. Factory, so I was still, still there. on board. Still there. Uh then we got Corpse Bride, Sweeney still Todd. Still there. <laughs> 2010 though, Alice in Wonderland. That's where yeah. I right. right. And yeah. so that uh his biggest hit. Yeah. Ever. I right. haven't seen it. 
you know, it's not so good. No, it's yeah. a bad uh, movie. It's a very bad movie, and it's a thing that kind of dooms him that it was that successful. It was that successful. It cost that much, and it starred Johnny Depp. So I guess he was sort of like, I guess I need to do really expensive things that star Johnny Depp. Like, is that the move for me? Like, right, right, right. Because he, he follows up that with for Dark Shadows. Yeah. And I guess he hasn't I worked with Depp since Dark Shadows. No. Yeah. No, that's that's the last one for now. Uh, oh, God. Is there like something on the horizon? Forever. I don't know. I it don't... does seem like there's been some kind of a... A schism? Yeah. Like they, yeah. Well, we also know that Tim Burton uh, seems very willing to forgive bad people for doing bad oh, things. Wait, wait. Who else are we talking They're... about? Well, I'm talking about how he basically is like, I love white people. <laughs> like how he's kind of like a low-key white supremacist. Uh, so I don't really trust his moral compass. I think he would cast Johnny Depp again and right. again. This movie is like a, a couple of things coalescing at once. One is that like Johnny Depp has fully become the guy who like has Burton's checkbook and is right. like, do yes. you mind if I go write a check under your name and then right. we just make it? Right. Mm-hmm. And this was like the first time that Depp comes to Burton and is like, this is a specific thing I want to do. Oh, okay. yes. This was that. Depp's passion project. A hundred percent. Which is funny. Depp was obsessed with the show. Yes. When he was a little kid. Fun show. Right. And so that was like, I guess, one of his iconic, like sort of hoped for roles, right? Like This this is is his like series of like four horrible flops in a row that kill his career before he starts also being a horrible person on top of that. Right. And the cornerstone of this period is Johnny Depp now has the capital to play all the characters he wanted to play when he was a kid. So it's like he idolizes Hunter S. Thompson. Right. He, so does he does another Hunter S. Thompson. He does movie. the Rum, he does Rum Diary. Oh, right. God. I saw that movie by accident once. <laughs> you, you, did you just order a rum and they were like, yeah, through here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was at a movie theater that the it was the movie theater's fault. I went sure, to they see. They literally a, showed you the wrong movie. They, yeah, and they were like, "You can stay, or you can." They literally what were you put the to wrong see? thing they on put the, the wrong, I forget. That was what like it's two thousand eleven. Yeah. I don't know. I was not trying to see the Rum Diary, and right. then it, I in the middle. I was like, it was like a few minutes, and I was like, this isn't what I. I don't know where. <laughs> I don't know where I was, but then I saw the whole movie by accident. And how was it? It was uh, really bad. Yeah, I have not it's seen the Rum really Diary. Really bad. Yeah, not a good one. Uh, really bad. Real uh, bad. Barnabas Collins and Tonto were his two favorite characters as a child. Oh, right. God. Wanted right. to play them, right. Right. and then he caps it off with Mordecai, who is his modern <laughs> favorite character. He's like, I love these books. I got to make Mordecai. Right. And uh, and, and Mordecai is that's like that that doesn't even make any money so that's like right. the final nail right. where they're like you yeah. can't pick projects anymore right. John then he's cooked John John Mordecai because right. after that Mordecai. is when he starts being like if you want to murder me on an Orient Express I'll do it like right. whatever right. like I, I need the cash yes he starts my becoming... wine guy is gonna break my legs right. Right. he starts becoming a monster right. who like devours cash and eats souls. <laughs> Uh, right. And like God. lives in the dark shadows mansion. That like right. that horror was that like that a Rolling, Rolling Stone, Stone piece? Fucking, oh. Like where it's basically oh like him God. being like, look, uh, <laughs> you might not be hearing from me much longer. Watching like himself I'm on TV. I, oh God, it's, it's a nightmare. I love that piece. Though. There's yeah, there's a part of that piece that's one of the best pieces compelling. of like sort of like entertainment profile writing I've ever seen. Oh. Where it says like Johnny announces, you know, in the room where it's like his lawyer. His bodyguard and his chef. Like, the only people he hangs out with are the people who work for him. Yeah. And he never right. leaves his castle, right? And he says, like, hey, if we're going to have dinner, we need to have some wine first. Uh-huh. And then there's paragraph break, one sentence, which is just 12 hours later, we had still not started dinner. <laughs> <laughs> it's like horrifying. 
Um, he is like a parody. I know we're talking a lot of Depp on this miniseries. We're going to have to. Uh, this is the yeah. final Depp, so I guess yes. salute, yeah. Depp. Wow. Fuck off. Yeah. But like, he is like, for, when I was a kid, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, Johnny Depp. He's like cool. He's like lives in France. Yeah. He's like on a boat. <laughs> you know, he's like, hey, he likes. It's a cool guy. Like Thompson and yeah. fucking whatever, smoking weed. Like I, yeah. like I mean, he was like seen as so like, oh yeah, he's kind of he's not Hollywood, you know. And now he's like a parody of a Hollywood yes. star. Like mm-hmm. I was gonna say, I think I might have made this joke during his <laughs> twisted the and evil. Episode. Yes, yeah. I think I might have made this joke in the Sleepy Hollow episode. But he feels like the person that you remember as being so dreamy when you were like seventeen. Then you look at the yearbook and you're like, this person's a fucking joke. Yeah, you know, right. like the person you have a crush on when you're young. You see him at the reunion. He's like, hey, how you doing? You want some yeah. wine? You know, yeah. you're like, oh god, <laughs> sloshing his yeah, own right. bottle of wine. But, I know you yeah. had a crush on me back in 1989. Yeah, make your dreams come true. <laughs> right. But this is like the moment where we don't realize that he is a war criminal. And when he goes to like his two favorite directors and he's like, Gore Verbinski, we're doing Lone Ranger, Tim Burton, we're doing Dark Shadows. And he like makes those two movies happen. And this was very much a thing where like Tim Burton was like, yeah, I used to watch the show like a little bit. Johnny was a big fan. He really wanted to do it. He like got me hired. And it feels like the impetus for this project being made was that Johnny Depp wanted to play Barnabas Collins. And that was where the ideas stopped. And like Tim Burton's the director for goths at this point. Right. Like this movie feels like like hat on a hat, like him yeah. overdoing it. Right. It's weird that he did it. It's one of the movies that our our friend Alex Ross Perry says feels like is directed by a shitty film school like protege of Tim Burton's rather than Tim Burton. Right. Where he would like yeah. see the trailer and he'd be like, "What like B grade Tim Burton knockoff directed this movie?" Right. And then and you're like, like, "Oh from fuck, it was Tim no. Burton." Right. Right. Uh, um. Yeah. But you were you're a big fan of the show. I really liked the show. Yeah, my mom would show us episodes Mm -hmm. when we were little. So Mm -hmm. we're all like total neophytes in this realm, which is why I was very excited. We threw out the flyer to you of like any of these you want to talk about. And you said like, you know, I like Pee Wee. You might have said you liked another one. You were like, I would love, I love, love to poop on Dark Shadows. I love, your I mean, exact same. I would love to poop on that movie. Well, my, my, me, my mom and my aunts were very excited to see it because right. I, you, when you heard about this movie you were like awesome like they're yeah. doing dark shadows that's we, great it's, it's weird because it's like i've seen so many episodes of dark shadows but it was just sort of like the background track to right. sure. my house right. a lot of the time right. and so like we grew up uh with, with barnabas and with and with the show and we, my mom had like a whole stack of vhs where she would tape the old ones i think they were like rare on sci-fi or something yeah and you know we hadn't been watching them for a while and then when the movie came out my mom, like all moms must, was like violently horny for Johnny Depp too. So this was like, we were going to see it. Like I mm-hmm. came home from college wow. right. to see it with her and she would have been mad if I saw it without her. Um, so it, it is funny how he became like a mom crush in the 2000s. Like, I, I mean, yeah, parts of the Caribbean. Though, starting with right. Yes. Like, you know, because yeah. Like, and Shakala was sort of the like preview of Depp, as, you know, That's where he's a like great the Molina guitar. joint. Right, yeah. he stops being a hip. Crush. Great Molina joint. It's one of my fave Molina joints. Isn't Molina a dick in that one? He's like the guy who's like, there shouldn't be chocolate. Oh, I man. hate it. Yeah, he's he's too sweet. He's anti. He's anti Shakala, but then you know he learns a little something about himself. He does. Well, he Molina does. is yeah. your top hunk, right? He's my, You're mad for Molina. Yeah, I'm crazy for Molina. What did I just see Molina, and he'll pop up in the weirdest fucking things. Oh, yeah, and. Is. And 
I'll say. Oh, no, what are you going to say? I'm sorry. He's just he's just a gifted man. He can oh, do. Okay. He, he can do anything. You could. He could play. Pro chocolat. He could right, play right. anti chocolat. He could play like he the chocolat mayor's make... like twin who's like, but I love chocolate. He could You're play like, the chocolat itself. We do. <laughs> He's a gifted man and we oh, love him. Sweet as chocolate. Yeah. The thing I was going to say about him that I like about him, what you were saying, David, about him just like showing up in things, mm-hmm. is I feel like he's one of those guys who's like storied career, very well known, very respected. Doesn't seem to have any ego and is like, yeah, I'll show up and do this for two days. This seems like a fun right. project. He's yeah. in like four movies a year because he's just sort of like, let's do it. And yeah, like not as a great. surprise cameo and not as like uncredited, it's, but it's, he's just like, I'll be 17 on the call sheet. It's front runner um, in which oh, he plays. he has a big part in that, right? Not really. No one has a big part in that. Okay. He, but he plays Ben Bradley. Oh, right. And he's odd oh, casting because Ben Bradley is like a Boston Brahmin, yeah. you know, kind of. Like, How does he do? He's fine. He's in the office. He's yeah. like, look. It used to be that the newspapers did this and now they do this. I mean, what can I tell you? And then cut. Alfred you know. Molina playing someone from Boston mm-hmm. is uh, my wet dream. That's very exciting. Yeah. I'm sorry. There's not enough of him then, if I would say. That's but still. Fair. I mean, as long as he's there. He shows up. You get he the feeling up. you're like, Alfred Molina is on time. He rolls up his sleeves. He just Punctual he seems man. like, yeah, just a consummate pro. Yeah. Do you have like a top Molina for you? Is oh yeah, there what's like, your number one Molina? He's got so much range. I wonder if there's he's like one so or if there are a couple that for you like are your your holy trinity maybe. Um. Well, I mean, Chocolat is a classic Molina. Wow. So Lo- it's a, near the top. Okay. Loved him in Feud. He was terrific in sure, Feud. Sure, he was very good. He was in yes. Feud. Yeah, yeah. He played Robert uh, Aldridge. Yeah. He did. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, very well, might I add. And a lot of uh, smoking hot Molina kissing scenes. <laughs> Which are sometimes, you know, few and far between. Yeah, you, you know, don't, oh, you don't, don't get, get a lot kissing. of Molina kissing. No, no. he's no. good in Frida. He was in, he's Frida. Very sexy in Frida. That was uh, he's he's a, he's a heartthrob in Frida. That's yep. not one of my top. I mean, Doc Ock was Doc the one that set me a flame as a he's child. Shirtless for most of that movie. Uh, True. Yeah. Well, yeah. sort of like. Yeah. No, but his I, pants like go to his nipples. His like pants. he's got high <laughs> pants above the right. rabbit, right. and he's got a long trench coat on, but right. he's but not he wearing is, a shirt. He's peck. He's leading with pecs. Doc Ock was like a big moment for me. Really? I had a poster in my room, and my my I think my parents were like, "Oh, Jamie likes." Comic books, <laughs> right, right. But it wasn't. Is that. it that I one where it's Alfred like the, the arms and he's sort of like standing? It was like, the one where he's right. looking over yeah, his shoulder right, right. and yeah. he's got his little. And it's oh, it's great. He's an intellectual. He was he such, poetry. He was such he a weird choice for that role, and he like destroyed it. Like it's he was so like, good. It's yeah. amazing. It's oh, he's just what a gift. all those scenes where he's talking to him. You know his his arms. My it's best friend saw him yeah. play Tevia. I wish I saw him play Tevia. Mm. I tried. I, I remember that. Yeah, I I, I tried really hard to run into him once. I just let him walk right by me. I got have, too scared. Wow. Have you seen the uh, the like uh, Fiddler on the Roof Doc Ock video that was like no. an Easter egg on the Spider Man Two DVD? No, because oh. I think he was rolling straight from Spider Man Two production into Fiddler on the Roof. They were like. Got it. Back to back. So he was like working on his Tevia while he was shooting. He would like practice it a lot. And there's Range. like, there's Range. like, so there's like things footage, with him with the arms going. Right. That like, they have as an Easter egg where he's in it's, I think it's when he's in the, um, when he breaks into the coffee shop. Oh, that's a, so he's walking scene. on the tentacles, right? He's like uh-huh. elevated above the ground. And he starts doing If I Was a Rich Man <laughs> with the tentacles. And the puppeteers are, like, helping him do it with the tentacles. Oh, that's great. It's glorious. He just a seems like such a pleasure to have in class. Yeah. Like, that's just Alfred Molina Have you seen Love is Strange? I'm sure you have. Love I have Oh, that's, oh that's, that's Jamie. Oh, that it. is, like... 
primo Molina that you need to check out. It's a little Ooh. indie movie from like five years ago. Alfred Molina, years ago. John Lithgow, Ooh. married in love, fighting for their rights. Stop! Yep. Just a nice, cute little couple yep. who want the same rights as everyone else. Oh my God. Molina's a music teacher. He's, of course. Lithgow's a novelist oh, or something. Oh, and he gets fired because they find out. I know. No. Oh, he's he, that he's a gay man. God. The fact that they're getting married before yeah. there was sort of plausible deniability. He's just your roommate. Right. It was sort of a don't ask, don't tell thing. Now that you're married. It's a great sad movie, and Molina's the best part of it. And He's it's so like good. sad, happy movie. You know, it's like a good bittersweet. Bittersweet it, movie. It's very, like a very bittersweet nice. Chuckle. The range. The range. He recently, I found his uh, his Finsta. <laughs> what? This is real? Not what yes. I expected you to say. He has I, a Finsta? He has a Finsta, and yeah. he saw Frozen on Broadway recently. Shit. He, he travels quietly. Wow. Uh, Melina. In I and know out. We're avoiding talking about Dark Shadows for good reason. But <laughs> he should be in now. I'm just mad he's not in Dark Shadows. He would, oh, I think he, I, I always have theories that he <laughs> was offered it and rejected right, he it. He was like, absolutely not. It was like, oh, no. Uh, what was the thing I was going to say about Melina before we move on from Melina? <laughs> I don't oh, know. No, it was about okay. the Frozen musical. I just want to say this one thing. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that the tagline for the Frozen musical is, you've never seen Frozen like this? No. I've seen those ads, yeah. Which is like, right, yeah, we've only seen Frozen the one way. Frozen's like three years old. It's not like saying you've never seen Hamlet like this, where it's like, (laughs) well, I've seen 20 Hamlets, so if it's new, that's a real selling point. Right, it's the second way to see it. Right, you've never seen Frozen like this. You mean not 110 minutes in CGI animated? You mean not shown to make a child be quieter? Right. Uh, so anyway, you had never seen Dark Shadows like this before you had seen this movie. No, and uh, and I mean, there's no turning back once you see this Dark Shadows. Now, the, the TV show was a soap opera. Like, it aired five days a week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, most of the episodes of Dark Shadows are bad. And they're like 2,000 episodes. There's an insane episode. Count. There's a million episodes. All of them are like... Whatever, like they're they're all very short. Most of the stories, I couldn't like direct you to a specific episode of Dark Shadows, but sure. I've seen hundreds of them. So your investment is more in sort of the thing as a whole than it is like you were so invested in these plot lines, these characters, these no. arcs. No, right. I mean, there's there's really like most soap operas, there were no, uh, you know, storylines that were worth getting into. But they were making it up they as they went along. Turned it out. Right, yeah. Right. It was five episodes a week. But it was it was great. I, I loved, loved Barnabas. Mm-hmm. Uh and yeah. And even like when this movie was announced, Johnny Depp felt like it, it felt forced to be like sure. he's Barnabas. I don't really think he's gonna do a good job. And then sure enough he did not do a good job. But it was one yeah. of those things where like, I think people went like, oh, they like can't get Dark Shadows made unless you have a star as big as Johnny Depp. And it was like, right. no, it's like the only reason this movie's being made is because Johnny Depp wants to play he Barnabas. Insists. Like, I don't think Ew. this would have gotten made otherwise. I don't think no, Warner Brothers was itching to make a Dark Shadows movie. And it's not like Dark Shadows was like, that was something that right. a lot of people were like, when's the movie yeah, right, gonna right. happen? I it's had, like the General Hospital, right. the movie. That's not gonna, <laughs> like, although I would... <laughs> Love. It's differentiating factor at the time was that it was a, a genre soap opera. Yes. And yes. so for people, it was like a cross-section between like monster movie kids and sci-fi kids One, and soap opera fans. And, and But moms could watch it too. That, right. That was yes. sort of the breaking point. Because yes. wasn't it sort of like, 
initially it was just kind of a slightly spooky regular soap opera and then they started like adding in more like the fantasy stuff worked for them like Barnabas comes in Barnabas later, comes in later right? yeah, and no, he's he was not like a breakout character right. Right. right and then it all and then Barnabas if I'm remembering correctly, quickly becomes the central. Right. And they then were it's like, just oh, this guy's right. It, it yeah, was yeah. like, oh. Yeah. Or like yeah. family matters was supposed to be at a family and then the next door neighbor took over. And then it, and right. then it ended up being the, the Barnabas show. And right. rightfully so. Right. But it sort of started out as just sort of like, this is like a gothic family soap the opera. scary with the Collins. soap opera. Right. And then it becomes like werewolves and vampires and, and skeletons. And there's a lot of skeletons. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of their soap opera jump scares. Nothing like them. <laughs> G- give me, give me just a, 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 a taste. I, I don't, I, I haven't seen the show in years, but it's like someone but, opens a door and a skeleton on a wire, like falls out. Is that what we're talking well, about? It's just like a jump scare right after a love scene in a way that's very <laughs> jarring where you're, you know, like Barnabas and like whoever the, whatever fuck of the week is like, sure. they're, they're having this intimate conversation and then it's like, Dun! and then, and then it cuts to commercial. And wow. you come back, and sometimes the jump scare isn't even addressed. They right, just have right. to be like, well, we got to punctuate like this scene up. somehow. Right, right. Jump scares Skeleton. are all skeletons. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Skeletons. No, 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 you're right. Um, uh, jump scares are a thing that's like, a, you know, about like precision filmmaking craft. Even when they're sort of cheap and exploitive, it's all about like timing and composition. Not on Dark editing. Shadows, baby. Right, because soap <laughs> operas, it's like, okay, we have to shoot eight pages of dialogue in a one-er. Right. That's a five-shot and we're doing two takes. Right. You know, that's the thing that soap opera actors always talk about is like you got no time to work on it. You can't be precious about it. You can't. Me- you, there's like barely any time to memorize anything yeah. much less. Oh, I love soap operas so much. Do you still watch do you, soap yeah, operas? Do you have any in the rotation? I, I don't. No, my mom was, uh, we would watch the old soap operas, but she would also watch General Hospital, Port Charles, or as sure. she said it, Port Charles. Port Charles. Uh, and, oh, what was the other? Days of Our Lives. Right. So it was th- three every okay. single night. Yeah. Because I had a friend who was a huge, like, Passions fan back when Passions oh, we was being weird. Passions. passions was kind of the dark shadows yes, of the pa- like another and Where it right. started out normal and then, like, they and did some shit. That was a supernatural shit. one. Yes. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, I, we didn't I, fuck with Passions or All My Children for some reason. I think reason. it's a kind of a dead art form now. Like, there are only, there's only four left. And they've mostly migrated to like Hulu and online platforms now, right? Because the networks had like canceled them and there was like a big campaign to be like, we're shaving it. They're like, we're right. waiting till the last fan dies. Yes. The only <laughs> four left are Young and the Restless, uh-huh. Bold and the Beautiful, General Hospital, Days of Our Lives. Those are the only surviving soap operas. One of those is on Hulu now. Am I, I wrong? Okay. Oh, fuck Whatever. Know. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so you go see this with your mom and your grandmother? Uh, not my grandmother. Oh, sorry. Uh, two of my aunts. Your mom and your aunts. Yes. And does everyone walk out? Is it the mood anger? Is it sort of disillusionment? Is it disappointment? Or is or is there like actual like vicious sort of like they got it wrong? I was upset when we left. Uh-huh. My mom was just as horny as when she arrived. Didn't really seem to notice anything cool. it was bad. She was uh, into it. She was, uh, she was, she was like, just like walking out with like, like a thumb up. Literally like, yeah. handicapped by how horny she is for Johnny Depp. She cannot discern what a bad Johnny Depp movie is. Right. All her takes on Johnny Depp is bad, uh, are bad such as Johnny Depp Innocent. Like, uh-huh. yeah, she bad just take, can't, bad take. She yeah. can't, she can't have, she can't see him objectively. It, like, is she, like, did she see like Pirates 5 or whatever like is she she'll still She's, like be there for the Depp movies like I don't know I mean she she sees them all she may not see them all in theaters anymore right, right, right. but uh, we all did my, my aunts were disappointed I was upset and my mom was 
the it was same. Just like as dark shadows, a plus. She yeah. was like, "Wow, look at that! Did you see the makeup on him? His he looked. Oh, she did say his face looked very sharp in this it, one. It certainly does. It he does. lost contours. a lot of weight for the film. Yeah, the yes. contours of his yeah. face in this one. Um, okay. And there's also yes, there's a lot of contouring on him too. Yes, this is a movie where he's doing like full expressionistic makeup on all these actors, and then it feels like digitally augmenting it beyond that. Like right. this is one of those movies where it feels like Tim Burton is kind of frustrated that they're not all stop motion puppets. Right. And he makes everyone as heightened as possible. Well, and he has one of the characters be a porcelain person, essentially. Oh my God. Uh, Bella so Heathcote? Nice. No, well that, but no, I mean Eva Green's like weird shattered. Oh, oh when yeah. she shatters yes. Yes. at yes. the end. Yeah, yeah. There yeah, there and I also remember the this movie, the screenplay Bella Heathcote just is a porcelain. That's person. Person. Right. right. But the screenplay was written by someone who I was like in college when this movie came out and it was written by an Emerson alum. And I remember telling my mom like this is like this is maybe I could do this someday, and then it was the worst. Was movie. it the, <laughs> the Seth, Abraham Lincoln Seth, Seth, Seth vampire yeah, hunter? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Mr. Pride and, and Zombies, right. and right. He's the oh god. I mean, this was the moment where me. Hollywood was like really hot on him because there right. had been this yeah. big bidding war for for Abraham Lincoln, right. which Tim Burton which produced. Did no one saw it. it. No one no. saw it. No one liked it. I didn't see but, it. But like people were going crazy when they were trying to option it. And then like. I think it was one of those things where they were like, just look at that title. Like yeah. that's all you need. He's a, like, they were so enamored of the concept. Mm-hmm. There was also, it was one of those movies where Deadline was posting stories for months about like the race to cast Abraham Lincoln is down to only 10 actors now. Right. right. And it was like, like 10 like actors. Scarlett can, O'Hara. It was. They treated it like <laughs> Scarlett Graham O'Hara. Smith's Abraham Lincoln. And it was the same time that Zack Snyder was trying to cast Man of Steel. And there was mm. a big thing where they were reaching from the same pool. And they were like, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Matthew Good has pulled himself out of contention. Right. For uh, Abraham Lincoln because he thinks he can get Superman. Like they were like all jockeying between yeah. those two movies. <laughs> Warner Brothers sets up a big overall deal with him and uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg's son called Katzensmith. Oh. And Entertainment Weekly did this like two page spread about like how Katzensmith is shaking up Hollywood with bold new ideas. Oh, I'm sorry. Are they disrupting? They were like, these guys are disruptors. They're they're Hollywood, but they're a little different. (laughs) And their list of things they were doing that were outside the box were like, they want to reboot Gremlins. They want to (laughs) reboot... Like, it was just them rebooting properties. And they were like, but these guys are a little twisted. (laughs) And so this was, John August had tried to write this movie. Someone else had tried to write this movie. I mean, from what I know. John August has a credit. Yeah, they they, they bought them the rights from the, the, like, estate of Dan Curtis who created the show. They threw it to John August. He wrote a script. They threw that out. He got the story credit. Seth Graham Smith came in, wrote his script. That was what they did. Seth Graham Smith, by the end of this movie, you're just like, there's so, in like the last, the back half, but also the last third of the movie, there's so much stuff that happens that just, you're just like, how are we, why? It's a lot of setup. What's the point? I was like, geez, how long is this movie? And then I checked and I'm like, oh, it's almost over? Wait a second. Is there going to, is anything going to happen? Like, right. Yeah. So my understanding at the time, I remember reading interviews and stuff and them sort of saying like, they had sort of been greenlit without a script because they were like, Tim Burton and Johnny Depp want to make a vampire movie? Fine. That's money in the bank. Like, especially, this is the one right after Alice in Wonderland, which which made like a billion dollars. So they were just like, whatever the fuck these guys want to do, sure. Right, And so I think they had the green light. The John August script wasn't working. I think they had a couple of the writers who didn't get credit try to come up with scripts. And then like... I mean, what's truly crazy is they released this in May. Like, yes. how is this not released they in like October or whatever? Yeah. You know, like... They it's, gave it like a summer movie. Summer slot. Yeah. Uh, they, it's a PG-13 movie about 
a horny guy yeah. who fucks his way through town, like, and is a vampire. Right, and it's also like it's that's it. It's got that thing like the Orville, where it's like, is this a comedy or not? Right. Or do you just really like this show? Right. Like, there, right. yeah. It feels kind of like a fan film. Like, it feels like those guys who like got together and self funded like more episodes of Star Trek. <laughs> who like bought the original yeah, yeah, yeah. set? Right, yeah. right, 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 right. I'm forgetting what that's called. Star Wars. It's uh, Star Trek. Star. Jesus Christ. Star Trek. Uh, uh, not Voyages. New. I think it's new. New Voyages. Voyages. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, it feels a little like that, except with 150 but million dollars. Th- those are cute because it's like they do one episode every like two years because it yeah. takes so fucking long. And then they'll get the old actors to come and they'll back. They'll get and like George Takei right, right. to show up, right? Um, oh. But the the story I remember hearing at the time was that Graham Smith was like. I know how to fix this movie and came in and gave him this crazy pitch and was like, we go for the rafters and they kind (laughs) of let him like, uh, like steer the ship because it didn't seem like Tim Burton (sighs) had any sense of what the story he wanted to tell was. He has often said in interviews, I wouldn't know a good script if it hit me. Right. Like he he knows, he knows what he likes. He doesn't write like write scripts himself. Right. And he admittedly grew up on, like, trash cinema. Like, he really liked, like, pulpy genre, like, you know, like, B-movie programmers. So I think they were like, this Graham Smith kid is coming in. He's real hot. He's telling us that he knows how to make this movie work. And they just handed him all the story decisions. Yeah, but this is, what do you, the story's a disaster. The story's the worst thing about this movie. It's great. It's nuts. It's nuts. You can't Where, do it like, like this. Back to back scenes of like, uh, Helena Bonham Carter's betrayed me. I will kill her. Right. Next scene, uh, making the dad go away. Go away, dad. Yeah, right. And right. then uh, the next, I don't even, there's like five scenes in a row that have nothing to do with each other. They have no bearing on and the And where plot. Johnny Depp's character behaves in an entirely different way, scene by scene. Like it's in one scene, he's like, so I'm confusing. evil vampire. And the other one, he's like, look, you know, you're not pulling your weight as a dad. <laughs> <laughs> the total thing. Like I, I was very, uh, <laughs> This movie's so fucking stupid. It's really sorry. Stu- it starts kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. I was fine with it. I, I like and I like the idea of like he comes back. I, I am a sucker for like, yeah, oh lady doctor, I'm from a long time ago. I don't know that shit. <laughs> any, like, like, what? Right, any culture clash comedy, any fish out of water, especially when they're that boy. Right. I do like I like the sections of the movie. So hacky in this movie where like I still am like, yeah, sure. You're like fine, it's like elf with vampires. I like Michelle Pfeiffer's just sort of there, like sweeping around. Oh, she is funning it. Yeah, at this point it was like we were still so desperate for Michelle. Yes. Right. She went like, <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit. Like, oh, there, there's no point in putting this. Like, why did I know why they chose the 70s, but they should yeah. have just chosen, yeah, now. maybe they should just. I guess that the 70s is just like making, homage to the show, right? Right, like, but making right. it a period piece on top of a period piece right. was a stupid it idea. It is weird that he's like, I've woken up. In the seventies, rather than the pre- <laughs> it is, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Right, well, none of it makes sense, especially because it's like it's like a it's like a reverse Austin Powers kind of right, thing. Right, right, right. You know, but but the other part of it is that like he's so confused by all their like modern ways, but the ways are that he perceives as modern are antiquated to us. Right. 
It's confusing. Yeah. And yeah. Because he's kind of a dirty dog. He's a dirty dog. You know? And he's off. Because it's like the 70s. He's a freak. He's a bit of a freak. He's, a, he's he's definitely a freak. There, I didn't like the throwaway Chloe Grace Moretz. This was like the most Seth Graham Smith, like fucking edgelord line of all time. <laughs> where she's like, um, yeah, I'm a werewolf. Let's try not to make a big deal about right. it. I was like, I'm going to throw myself out of this <laughs> mega bus. <laughs> I forgot about that line. See that? Okay. So this is my like defense. <laughs> That will not up also, in court of this has movie. Chloe Grace Mertz like ever met a teenager in her fucking life? No. Chloe Grace Mertz is an android planted <laughs> yeah. by the government. Right. I'm so I've had it with her. Right, where they were like, we need one of these young adult stars. Like, right. where do we get one of those? Do- Doctor Hobby built her. <laughs> yeah. No, Doctor Hobby built her, and they only said seven of the ten keywords before right, right, she right. was taken away loose. for right. the, the flesh carnival. What's it called? I, I uh, flesh fair. I want Chloe Grace Moretz to be caught stealing something at a department store so she goes away for a couple of years. Like that's, oh, I want sure, her to right. be Winona. You want to get in some trouble. Yeah. yeah. Um, the thing, this is I, my defense. I will not be able to throw much spear behind. Mm-hmm. I do kind of like how much this movie just goes insane in the last 15 minutes. I do. Oh, yeah. Just, I do mean like that final... it's just like kitchen sink like like everything excess like just fucking like why not why not just make but it fucking my everything? problem Blow is the, the pacing camera. it's not like why this movie not? has any integrity like why not have everyone no, but, be all right let me sum up the movie though it's like yeah. 10 minute prologue where you're like what the fuck is this gonna have to do Played with anything very straight very straight very you know. like gothic torturous like sleepy hollow-esque like all right. narration all this, narration this great tragic love story and kind, kind of reminded me of the beginning of I Frankenstein a movie I really love never seen I really? Frankenstein written I by another edgelord I uh, yes the, the, oh, most, the biggest edgelord the edgiest of them all. lord which edgelord wrote that <laughs> huh? which edgelord wrote that movie uh, what's it Landis yeah right no, no he wait, no, that Victor wasn't Landis. Oh, well, there's so many fucking friend. Frankensteins. I don't know. I Frankenstein <laughs> is written by a different edgelord. Different, the oh. third edgelord? I Frankenstein <laughs> is... Unite the, the lords? I Frankenstein is the Aaron Eckert one. Yeah, it's yes, right, with it Stuart, uh, Stuart, Stuart Beatty. Beatty. Yes. Uh, wrote, it's, and it's his, it. and he like wrote, directed, it was his lifelong dream and he clearly sets it up to be a franchise right and <laughs> everyone was like uh, no thank Only you I Fra- Frankenstein fucks <laughs> it's also one of those things where right, it's, it's, that, like, it's like hot Frankenstein right right right, right. Frank- right. Frankenstein's Landis a wrote the one man. with like it's the where like Daniel story Radcliffe of the doctor. is Igor correct right, right, oh, right. I, right. I think the monster's barely in that one okay. uh, I Frankenstein my favorite thing about it is they still like want him to have the stitches because that's part of Frankenstein but they want to be like really fucking hot in I Frankenstein he plays Adam Frankenstein (laughs) and it's just like it's the crazy thing about I Frankenstein is that it's not really about Adam Frankenstein Uh at all it's about the war between demons and gargoyles right he's sort of like (laughs) the the underworld like was it shot in like Bulgaria 100% 100%. it was shot in somewhere in Eastern Europe and it's it's shot in a 4% on Rotten Tomatoes like I don't take Rotten Tomatoes that seriously but it's really it's it's cool to see Adam Frankenstein wake up in the modern day and he goes to a rave and he's like what is this and then he's like then he finds his gargoyle friends. He's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, my the God. Jai Courtney the plays the leader of the gargoyle army? He sure does. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so sad when he dies. The Spoiler alert. <laughs> is it? Wow. It's hey, so hey. The world premiere was in heaven. Buenos Aires? <laughs> <laughs> you were asking where it was shot. It was shot inside a tax loophole. <laughs> it was like a tax loophole. Right, open a new dimension opens. Yes. Right. 
Um, oh, the, no, the thing I was going to say about it is obviously the logic of Frankenstein is like, oh, he's got the stitches because he was stitched together from different bodies. Yeah. But they don't want him to be in any way sexually unappealing. So in the movie, he looks like Scarring. he was stitched together by from seven different Aaron Eckharts because yeah. <laughs> he's still totally symmetrical. Sure. Yes. That'd yes. be good, though, if it was like, yeah, this is Aaron Brockovich Eckhart. <laughs> right. and, you know, like this one is uh, No Reservations Eckhart. Like Thank all the Eckharts are together. Yeah, right, they're right, all right. they're all the boys are all there. Yeah. Imagine, oh, he's very hot in that movie. Too. Imagine he's like a, he's a cutie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, imagine Adam. being Adam. like Aaron Eckhart having your run in the 2000s. You go a little cold. Then like, thank you for smoking sort of revives you. Then you play like fucking Two-Face in the Dark Knight. You're like, geez, I'm back, baby. Where do I cash in my chips? <laughs> I Frankenstein. Like I all Frank in I Frankenstein. I would argue I Frankenstein is the as uh, his his uh, little indie Frankenstein that he was wanting to make for right, a long right. time. It was He's a passion nurse project. In that one. Under, and yeah, his passion project Frankenstein. I mean, Sully's got to get him some more. Come on, so get him some Snicker Sully. bars. Have you seen Sully? I haven't seen Fucking Sully. Rules. Jimmy Sully rules. I know. I mean, I feel like I... You're in for Sully. Like, I'm, I'm in for. I mean, my whole family saw Sully, and I didn't see Sully. I mean, you sort of one must. They're all from Sully Land, as we call it, <laughs> Sullyville. It's it's really it's called Sullyville now. So, yeah, they renamed it Sullyville, <laughs> uh, because of the high population of Sully's and appreciation for Sully. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, so there's I there was at one point in high school where my best friend and my bully were named Sully. <laughs> Truly, two different yeah, two different boys. Oh, wow, shit. yeah. Uh, Sully's in Mensa. I know you're in Mensa. I'm, oh God, yeah. You're a member of Mensa. I remember. This has been, I, this has been a thing. <laughs> I guess you're less on Twitter these days. I'm less on Twitter. These I'm days. I'm way less on Twitter. I got kicked off again. That's happened again. a couple times for you, right? What yeah. was it this time? This time, well, once I infuriated Mensa. Every time that happens after that is just they'll report anything I say, okay. and then sometimes it'll work. Right. But the the tweet I got kicked off for is I I threatened quote unquote the Zamboni twins, uh, which are yes, cartoons yes, that I, I make. saw this. Yes, so um, you threatened two fictional creations of your own, and they flagged it as yeah threats that of are violence. Zambonis, right. and and they're like she's got to get off. Yeah, I mean you should have just said some anti-Semitic things, and then you never would have gotten banned it, ever. Nope. Nope, they'll yeah. verify you Just for that. Just post swastikas. <laughs> They're going to change the blue check mark into a swastika. <laughs> <sighs> That's how you're going to know people are verified on Twitter. <laughs> Do you know that Seth Graham Smith is writing a Beetlejuice sequel? That's what I was saying. That was part of the deal. He's going to reboot all these Warner Brothers things. The I one good movie he gets a credit on is, is Lego Batman. Um, but uh, yeah, they they sort of let him take over because no one knew what the fucking movie was. Johnny Depp just wanted to do his thing, and this movie was weirdly very expensive. Follow up to the biggest movie these two guys had made, and then one of those films where like it was coming out in May and there still mm -hmm. wasn't a trailer in February. Right, right. It was right, one right. of those movies where yeah. it's like they're clearly hiding something because there are no posters, right. no trailers, no one's talked about it, and then like a trailer went up in March. Everyone was like, it's a comedy. Because the trailer was solely fish out of water gags. Right. The trailer's like him fighting the TV. It's the 70s right. stuff, yeah. The trailer's him looking at the lava lamp. Like, right. it was just that. And then this thing, I, I spent a weird amount of time on the Orville Wikipedia page the other day. I've never seen an episode of the Orville. The fucking Seth MacFarlane Star Trek show Correct. that where they can't say, like, Star Trek. Correct. Like, they, right. yeah, they but it obviously cannot. is Star Trek. Right. But the show's become successful enough that it's like, yeah, yeah sure, it's got have, a big fan base. It's wiki, got good right. ratings. It's got a, all of this. I had a long-term crush on Seth MacFarlane. That's Interesting. Embarrassing. That, is that's he, embarrassing. Is he the Deadpool? 
Pin That's him. embarrassing. Yeah. Yes, he saw Deadpool 2 so many times. <laughs> Wait, and then I had to no. break up with him. You know, like Deadpool because of how many good cutaway gags there is? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Anyways, the aura. Um, the thing I was fascinated <laughs> by. You don't pivot to this. No, no, no. Because the aura, I'm very fascinated by the Orville as a phenomenon because everyone was like, Oh wow, Seth MacFarlane's still on this kick of trying to make himself an on-camera leading man. Right, right, right. So they're going to do some dumb parody version of Star Trek at the same time that real Star Trek is coming no, back. No, the Orville is sincere. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with like jokes. So they the, like tell jokes. The thing I was right. looking, because when people were reviewing the show when it premiered, they were like, the first four episodes are weird because they oscillate between being totally straight and right. episodes that are more broadly comedic. Right. But it's not just even a scene-by-scene scene thing. It's like every other episode is like this. Yeah. And I was like, huh. well, the show's gotten popular. People seem to like it now. Some people. Sure. They must have settled on a tone. And the Wikipedia seems to imply that literally every other yeah. episode, they oscillate between like, this one's a goof. I think Fox this one is super was sort of like, earnest. it'll be funny, right? And Seth was like, can some of them be funny and some of them be like Star Trek episodes? And that's literally <laughs> what they've like settled on. Some yeah. of them are like dead serious, like right. sociopolitical like statements about like the world we live in today. Right. And right. this movie feels kind of like that on a scene by scene basis, except yeah. without any sociopolitical commentary. But no. it's half like total face value, like we're trying to make gothic like romance. Right. And half like weirdly broad fish out of water comedy. Well, it also just feels them trying to summarize a soap opera that ran for like 5,000 episodes. Right. I saw with my friend, past and future guest Sam Rogal, and he said, that feels like a movie adapted from a TV show with 2,000 episodes <laughs> because it feels like they tried to put all 2,000 episodes of plot like, into one two-hour. Okay, listen up. Okay, so 17th century or whatever, or 18th century, moves to England, yeah. uh, moves to Maine, whole family, falls in love with a uh, maid, rejects the maid, falls in love with the other lady, maid kills him, turns him into a vampire. Like, they have to get that done fast. Right. And it's like, this took uh, six years. Right, <laughs> yes. right. Yeah. There, there was a... Uh... Then he's dead and we cut to the 70s. The whole beginning is funny and very like, I don't know, very like, oh, yeah, this is a Tim Burton-y thing. Where they, the whole way they describe the Collins family is like, and we were so awesome and we moved to Maine and no one was there. So we just started a cannery and we're kind of an amazing, nice, rich family and everyone likes us. I was like, you guys, you, you went, there wasn't no one there. There were people there. The Maine? Also, they like continually brag about like we built this town. It's like, yeah, no wonder people don't like you. You're like the evil rich people in this scary in a mansion. Castle. <laughs> the, the town is named after you. Barnabas like, comes back and then they're like, oh, open the cannery again. <laughs> and then how is that the I don't know. I don't know. I the, the whole thing where they <laughs> introduce these fucking like Michelle Pfeiffer's colonialist family, and right. then they're like, "Here are our heroes." <laughs> right. That's uh, they're the I guess, but who are the movie usually doesn't the really have of every a hero. Tim movie. Right. Like, he right. hates the sort of families who run the towns. Usually, right. until usually, he had right. enough money to become the family yes. to run. Now the he town. lives on right. the hill. I, I mean, I said this before. I'll say it again. <laughs> I I think the thing that's kind of depressing that's sort of doomed Tim Burton is I get the sense that he got happy and sure, he doesn't really right. have anything like any chip on his shoulder anymore right so he's he, just gonna like, like eh. to, on one hand I appreciate that he still doesn't act like he is the underdog 
You know, well, I mean, that would be infuriating. Right. Be nuts. Right. But on the other hand, now when he loses his underdog identity, it's like, what perspective does he have on the world now? So, and then and then we have to rewind and be like, did he ever have any perspective? Was his perspective the very, ooh, Griffin's going to. That's gonna, the question. You're pushing, I mean, buttons. You're pushing buttons. But the whole boy from Burbank who think the suburbs so lame. I right, right. When my parents love me so much, I'm bored. Which we have <laughs> talked like, about okay, even on right. other miniseries, how that was like at the time felt very radical about yeah. like everything right. around me is nice and I fucking hate it. Right, right. right exactly, right. yeah. And it spoke to like a level of like Gen X like discomfort with like the, the world. Yeah, he's like a mascot. And it's that. also why his movies became so broadly popular is because any kid can relate to that. Especially when right. it's put in such aesthetically cartoony terms. Especially right. when his movies are so funny. It's like every kid understands any sort of like underdog outsider narrative because all kids feel weird. And then he made this, the movie that all kids love. Right. Movie for kids. Well, and this is the weirdest thing about What's the movie. movie for? No, nobody. Your mom, I guess. Yeah, my mom. I mean, my like, mom. I had to set my mom aflame. This <laughs> movie is for like right. Johnny Depp fans and Dark Shadows fans, like whatever that Venn diagram is. But like Johnny those Depp fans people. were falling off like flies at this moment. Right, right. And then yeah. also, I feel like your mom's an exception because I feel like most Dark Thank Shadows so fans much. were. Your, hey, look, your mom is an exceptional woman. Thank you. But. Uh, yeah, I want to go on the record. Your mom seems great. I don't want to do Big fan. Uh, I mean, when this episode comes out, all the all the stuff would have come out about my, my, mom, my mom. We won't be able to stand Shit, by her right, anymore. We're going to have to fucking the episode. Her. By the time this yeah, comes out, right, yeah, yeah, my mom will have really jumped the shark. She'll be canceled. Really yeah, yeah. 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 We're going to have to cancel <laughs> your mom. We're going to milkshake duck your mom. That's going to be my whole narrative is I have to cancel my own mom. <laughs> your your yep. 20 day right. <laughs> um, that feels like it would be a plot line on like if someone was doing a show like The O.C today it would be like right. I don't know what to do I just realized my mom is problematic my mom's canceled oh <laughs> yeah. my god I, I have to I have her. to drag her on Twitter um, <laughs> no the thing I was gonna say is I was surprised to hear that your mom was like yeah totally on board with it because I feel yeah. like most big fans of this show found it like totally like well that's why my aunties didn't like it okay they hated it yeah my right. aunties were were frustrated and, and disappointed it's and disrespectful right. they got everything wrong they were frustrated about because they loved Victoria and Victoria's so like where is she? And is she, she, okay. she she's all over like the first 20 minutes and then yeah. they're done with her. Cause like, right. We cut to the president. She's like, I'm going to Colin's house or whatever. Right. Right. And you're like, Oh, I guess this is like the protagonist. And then later I'm like, if Seth Graham Smith doesn't know what to do with a character, does he just make them imprisoned as a child? <laughs> like, is that his solution? He's like, because the only context we have for that, like, insane flashback is uh, which comes in like an hour and 20 minutes in like she, she long drops after out we've late. given up on Victoria being right. a character with impact in this story sure she's it's like she's in her bed and she's a kid and she's like talking to ghosts much like David was that his name what's it the kid who's the little kid uh, yeah, yeah, David. Gullen that's McGrath. my name, uh, but it's also uh, Gullen McGrath. Gullen McGrath. Oh, okay, yeah. sorry, it's David Collins. Uh, so, so she also can speak to ghosts, and so they put her in an ambulance, and yeah, right, then right. she's and she's in an insane asylum yeah. or whatever until and two days her, before she meets Barnabas the vampire. Yeah, but she's, she's not twisted. No, she's kind of unlike the other girls. Yeah, yeah, right, right. She, she's well, not like yeah, she's, she's not gets it. Oh, also that scene with her and Michelle Pfeiffer that Michelle Pfeiffer is like three questions. Do you think women should have equal rights? Right. If no, you're hired. And she's like, like, of course not. Of that course, throw not. everything out of da, 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 da. Right, Do you yeah. like the president? And she, she's oh, Victoria is apolitical. Later, mm -hmm. because I'm like, maybe she doesn't know who the president is. Right. She's been locked up for her whole life. The president at the time is Nixon, Richard M. 
Yes. Yeah. Which is never really brought no, back up. No. I think no. it's just like dumb gag. I, I, it I feels mean, like a slam dunk joke anytime you make a movie in the Nixon era where people can like show him on TV and it's like <laughs> innately funny, and right? We know how that ends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I don't think Burton has a take though. That's the problem. He's, no. just, he like, no take. he's just like, I guess this is what the show is like and like it's going to be wacky. But like the first bit is her. She yeah. shows up. Right. She gets hired. She she's, meets she's everybody. She's the protagonist, or it very least seems to be the audience for a get care. Right. She meets Michelle, she's who's like, oh, this old bag of bones, yeah. or I don't know, this old pile of rocks. Yeah. She meets yeah. Johnny Lee Miller. She meets uh, the kids. Yes. She meets Helena Bottom Carter. Yeah. Johnny Johnny Lee Miller doing backstrokes in the river of hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, kind God. of a fun performance, but he's going fucking but like galactic Four inside. scenes. Four, four scenes. Like, you know, yes. And then but he's doing he's a lot of face. Of yeah, he's right. evicted. Right. This is he's the canceled. thing. The movie then she <laughs> sees her own ancestor as a ghost. Right. Seems pretty nonplussed by it. Just sure. like, okay. And the ghost is like, he's coming. Depp comes in, and then it's like, right, they have to throw out the movie for Depp to fucking do his shit for an hour. Right. And he does right? a also, lot of shit. The, yeah. the, what's the name of the woman who plays Victoria? Bella Heathcote. Okay. She is like 25 years younger than Johnny Depp. Uh, yeah. At the very is, least. It is. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I, she is. it's exactly she might 25. not years. have been legal drinking age when this movie was shot. She's she, a very young woman. They kiss. No, no, no they, she's 31 now. She's 31? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So she was 20. She's like my age. Three. Basically. They yeah. kiss, and then they French. And then these, this is what I don't. Need to see that is John he is twenty four years older than her. No, no, no. I'm sorry. He's fourteen years older than her. No, he's not. That's not Wait, true. No, he's no. He's like, twenty four years he's old. 20, right he's old. I'm bad he's at mathematics. Okay. He, uh, Johnny Depp, uh, seeing the climactic scene of this movie being mm-hmm. Johnny Depp hitting a woman in the face repeatedly and saying, "Boy, like, oh boy, does that not age well?" Or whatever. Boy, oh boy, does that not age well? Right. Like, like even. Four years after that? Yeah, especially the fact that he also keeps on buying wine during that fight. Yeah. Like he's just asking him to charge more wine to his credit card. I mean, any Johnny Depp as a <sighs> you know unrepentant alcoholic. <laughs> yes. Uh it just doesn't doesn't play. No, no, it doesn't. Especially as a, a lecherous abusive right. but, alcoholic. Okay, but this is yes. and again, I don't have I know that Barnabas uh, is supposed to be like an antihero, right? Like he's yeah, not yeah. like No, he's not like the great I mean, and again, it, the show's inconsistent enough that sometimes right. he is. And it was a, a great soap guy. opera anyway, yeah. so you kind of just got to throw every plot at the wall. Yeah. I get that, but like In he, general though. Right. He comes in, mm-hmm. he's a vampire. Bad. He, he, he yeah. drinks and we blood. We love that. We right. love that. Right. It is cool, though. We love that. Because he's got superpowers. Hey, I've never seen a soap opera like this. Yeah. Right, right. But he's vampire, drinks blood. Uh-huh. But good businessman. But mostly just because he can hypnotize people. Sure. I'm trying to, like, get at Barnabas here. Uh, (laughs) He's in love with Victoria slash whoever looks like Bella Heathcote in that... Like right. you know, he's in love decade. with that bone yeah. structure. He's in, right, right, he's in love with yeah. that thing, and <laughs> that with that skeleton. Right. But he also, he's kind of horny for Eva Green, and then maybe just anyone else who walks through the house, right? Right, because <laughs> right. Helena Bonham Carter sort of initiates that. Right, that's sort of more her. Yeah. That's when Ben had to stop the movie for a second. I think. Yeah, ben, that was that 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 BJ moment. <laughs> that, just. Just, oh, I had yeah. to. I had yeah. to take a break. What was? The, I forget where I to- chose to take a two-hour nap in the middle of rewatching sure, this sure. movie. But there, yeah. What the that? I don't. I don't. Uh, not know. that I need justification, but 
it's just so out of nowhere. He does fuck it's everyone in the world he's everyone. not related to. Yes. Right. I'm pretty sure. And um, then also, though, he's just sort of like kind of a nice dad who's giving like family yeah. advice. It's all over the map, and I don't know what to grab onto with him. No. I don't get him. No. Uh, ben Ben texted me and said I had to take a nap in the middle of this movie because it was stressing me out. <laughs> right. That's so funny. Yeah, and I had not started my rewatch yet. I had not seen this film in six years since when it was released in theaters. And I said, what made you tap out? And he said, guess. And I responded within a millisecond, yep. the blowjob. Yep. I, I <laughs> you knew. remembered the blowjob? I remembered I it so vividly because I will say the one thing that I find, and I don't say this in a positive way, but just in terms of talking about this movie in the tourist perspective, <laughs> Jesus. the Tim Burton deep dive we're doing right now, this movie is bizarre because it's the one Tim Burton movie that's hypersexual. Right, right, right. And his right, movies right. are usually fetishy, but they aren't physical. Like people right. are very chaste in them. Right. And he always seemed like one of those like weird childlike directors who like doesn't want to deal with sex at all. But Barnabas has to be like he's sexy. This he's movie's like, like Austin Powers. Sexy. Like right. he's constantly talking about sex. There's so much implied sex. There are a lot yeah. of like really body jokes. Right. The blowjob thing is There's very fucking weird. And then she's kinda... thrown in the bottom of a river. She he does throw his then wife at, to the bottom of a river. Yeah, and uh, then wife, but you know, Sue or I think they never married. But his yeah. this is the the last Bonham Carter in the first Eva Green movie. Right. This is sort of the oh. hand. Oh, is he with Eva Green? Unclear. They were Shrug. seen canoodling seen in Paris. Hanging. She's been in obviously Three all his movies. I didn't. Right. I, I didn't enjoy her in this movie very much. But I also didn't really enjoy anyone in this movie. Yeah, so I love I Eva Green. She's, I think, I mean, she obviously she's sort of an an insanely like stunning person. So it makes sense. Yeah. Casting her as a witch is the laziest casting decision anyone can make. It's been done like three times. Correct. Like, you know, and what I couldn't handle is her accent where she's like half American and then half just Eva Green regular. It's weird. The other thing that's weird with her is like watching her in this movie with blonde hair. You're like, that's not right. She looks weird as a blonde. Do you know that she is a blonde is and just right? dyes yeah. her hair black all the time? Because mm-hmm. of her classic her witch soul. type. Yes. <laughs> because she her, is a her witch. Goth, her right. goth casting. But she's one of those people where it's like, oh yeah, she looks like a Tim Burton drawing. She has that sort of like right. heightened energy. She would make sense in Tim Burton movies. Mm-hmm. She's done two of them now. The third one, which is about to be released. Yeah. And they don't really work. Like the performance doesn't really work. I don't think she's bad she's better in peregrine right but she also has very little to do in that movie she does she does this movie at least she's kind of fun she's got something accents i like those i do you know the cracking thing is kind of i like i like that visual the whole and also barnabas telling you you have no heart i'm like you have fucked everyone at this house right yes Truly. But there's they also, both suck. They're both, let them both fuck off to hell. I don't care. There's also this Man, weird this note. Such bad writing. It feels yeah. like a studio note where they're like, look, we don't want Barnabas to look like a predator. So can we make it that all the women want to fuck him? <laughs> because for how much sex he has in this movie, there's right. a lot of women like aggressively being like, fuck me now. And he looks horrible. Right. I mean, yeah. it is that oh, thing where like Depp bad. is just no longer very charismatic. Yeah. He looks like a fucking weirdo. It's interesting to me that this is a character he really wanted to play because that didn't read to me in the performance at all. <laughs> it, it reads like he's just doing his shit. Yeah. yeah. He's sort of like, oh, hello. That's so, no, yeah, he was like, I assumed I used to he was like, cashing a check. I, I would tie the cape around my house uh, and run around the living room pretending to be Barnabas. Like he was like, I 
this movie is entirely him pushing this rock up a hill. That's so weird. Why didn't he try harder? That's so weird. I I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, the the whole Eva Green, I mean, the Eva Green character, the way this, the character's written, Mm -hmm. because Angelique's another character from the show. Sure, Mm -hmm. and she's like, you know, one of the villains, right? Like she's, she's yes, but there's she's but a it's schemer. Not, it's not like yeah, right. It's like again, it's like over years, but right. but uh, in in this movie, she is like poor and wasn't allowed to look at him when she was a child, right? Right. And then he <laughs> kind of like forgot about that. Also a weird moment. Weird. Like right. why was that there? Right. And then he kind of like gives her the fuckboy uh, manifesto yep. when yep. they're older, and yep. he's like, oh, I cannot tell you I love you. It would be a lie or whatever. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to punish you for the rest of sure. your- Curse you as a vampire. I'm going right. to force everyone you love you. to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also the end, the ending of this movie is so dumb. Can we talk about the cliff? <laughs> this cliff. Let's talk the, about it's quite the a cliff. cliff. People love this cliff. What's yeah. with the logic of the cliff? They're addicted to the cliff. They're addicted <laughs> to the cliff. They're so like I just feel like I've never seen a movie deal with cliffs in, in new ways. I like mean, it this is Maine. Movie. I guess it's a it's a cliffy place. But yeah. When in in other <sighs> stories have you ever heard of a cliff turning people into <laughs> something? It's true. Yeah. Falling off the cliff turns you into a vampire. A haunted cliff isn't really like a popular trope. <laughs> well, also again, the movie's is the just cliff kinda, haunted. I don't know. It's certainly got or, some bad juju. Or right? is the spell like <laughs> that this... she's whipping up is like you become a vampire, you but never you see must her do a jump spell. off the cliff. The only spell she casts is capitalism. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking wow. about? Swish. <laughs> That's the thing. Like this movie is like the, like the tagline for this movie in the apathetic marketing campaign that started <laughs> six weeks before was released in 3,000 theaters. No. The, the tagline was every family has its demons. Right. And right, I right. feel like all the like taglines in the trailers were things like strange is relative. That's the sub tagline. Uh, like they were trying to they're make. Just try, they're just trying to be like this is the Adams family. And like, then, yeah. and then yeah. the character yeah. posters are right. so lazy where they're just like. Each one's one color and then desaturated um, their faces. Gully right. McGrath's famed character poster. I in joke about this all the time. Hyped up for Gully McGrath. I, I joke about this all the time. It's a Gully running joke Nation in the podcast. was freaking over that poster. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, Gully. God. What's he up to these days, Gully? He was in Lincoln. 2012 was big for him. 2012 is his, it seems like that's his year. Yeah, he was in Lincoln. Oh, he's got a jaunty hat here? It's like I always say, give me the Gully. <laughs> I, love, I love Gully. Uh, you're childhood, you were demonized by Sully's, but say, by Gullies, right? Because <laughs> you said your bully was named Sully, but that's, Gully was your best friend. That's He's basically be my done memoir, Sully's and Gullies. Then. Really? He's Australian, right? Yep. yep. Here's Johnny Lee Miller's character poster. I mean, yeah. you know, that's got to be worth five bucks, right? That's like, all good. these posters feel like an intern made you them in five seconds on Photoshop, and the angles they're trying to hit is like... Did you talk to Jackie about this one? You know what I, I did talk about with him? Because he worked with Jackie Earl Haley. Oh, no. Great actor, great it's man. It's one of the few performances I really enjoy. I think he's really fun he's, he's just he's dialed fun. in. He's perfect for that role. Yeah. He's funny. He's got yeah. an axe, sure. Yeah. I, I'll say, I think th- I think the thing that Jackie Earl Haley is great at is identifying what the tone of the movie is. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Because he's capable of being very small. He's capable of being very big and working in different genres. But like even movies I hate, like the RoboCop remake, mm-hmm. he's the one guy who's at like the exact right pitch. And he's doing a pretty like not not cartoonish thing in that movie. Right. Um, he did weirdly talk about that movie a lot because he couldn't stop raving about how good his wig was in that movie. Oh, it is a nice wig. It's a good wig. He was talking and about. I'm sure he wears a lot of wigs. Yes. Yes. He, I think, yeah, it's probably it's probably big coming from him. He's like an ideally bald man where right. you can place any sort of right. mannequin hairstyle on right. him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was I, I will not name names, but he was dragging actors who uh, oh. wear toupees. Sure. Like not character wigs, Whoa. but come in with their own toupee. 
and they were like, this is my own hair. And it's like the movie looks shitty now. Let the the hair and makeup right. the department. The hair people give you a great oh. wig. Right. Right. I so, liked Johnny Depp's bangs in this movie. Sure. I, I like his I little sunglasses. Um, oh, yes, I did like the 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 like kind of oversized kind of kind of hackery. Right. I kind of liked that. If he was a hacker in this movie, you know, maybe uh, then we've got something. Why, he woke we, up in the nineties, you know. Get Barnabas a computer for crying exactly. out loud. Bones computer. Give a a bones computer. Yeah. <laughs> Eat a bones. A, a haunted computer uh, from the cliff. That would make this movie a hundred times. Someone better. should yeah. force yeah. Tim Burton to make a movie for like five million dollars again. And get him back to basics and be like, this is called the haunted computer. Go off. Do it. I just imagine like me walking into Hollywood. Like I'm like the big script polish guy. And they're like, come on, David. What do we do with Dark Shadows? And I'm like, easy. Haunted computer. And they're like, oh, thank God. And then it gets a virus uh, on the haunted computer. And then the computer becomes real. Oh, shit. Real? A desktop grows legs. That's <laughs> like a sentient desktop. What do you want to say? Griffin? No, Jamie, we are recording this episode like five months in advance of sure. when it comes out. So sure. you, a, this is on the record and B, you can now just go pitch this to Tim Burton. The script written yeah, by right. the time this I comes mean, out. You can have this written in production. Um, my takeaway walking out of this movie, even though I liked it more than the rest of you and I, I can't really defend it at all, but I just, you know, whatever. I, I fall for his shit. I get drunk hey. and I end up hooking up with Tim Burton again and I regret it. But um, uh, the uh, th- there are the two things about it I, I was going to say. One, I walk out of this and I go, okay, but seriously, someone like sit him down, give him a limited budget, make him like focus up and tell a real story. And then I would argue he does that and no one goes to see the movie. Well, which one? Big Eyes. Big oh, Eyes. Oh, interesting. I did not hate Big Eyes. I saw Big Eyes. I like Big Eyes a lot. Whether or not you like it, it was him doing exactly what he needed to do in his career, which is like focus up, tell a human story, work with real actors, You're solid right. script. I agree with that. Yep. And I did kind of hate the fact that no one fucking went to see it and that well, everyone kind of shrugged Well, there's a reason no one went to see it. I no just, one cares. I'm aware. The eyes were big. <laughs> They're really big. They are really big. big. Don't be disrespectful. They're really big. I'll admit this. I didn't even see the movie. And I love big shit. You'll see it next week. You'll love the eyes. Right, right. Um, But but the other thing I was going to say, the, the... you know, uh, I, did you like polish? I'll do it next week. But Clint Eastwood should have played the art dealer, and he's just like, oh, oh. "The eyes so big." I just I, that's what I wanted. Just him wandering, like the eyes are really big. What are those eyes? <laughs> Why are they so big? <laughs> Get off my face! <laughs> that was teetering into Jack Nicholson. That movie. We'll talk about it next week. But that movie, it should just be like someone should just be like. The fuck is with you and the eyes? Like, why are they so big? And instead, the movie gets too bogged down and like, oh, the guy the stole movie's their trying work. Trying to tell you eyes. how the right. eyes are big, but then you're right. like, just someone asked the question directly. Right? Someone like, and, you know, I get Could've that they were popular, doc. which yeah. is what the movie becomes about. Yeah. But I wish someone would just get it out of for like, is it, it, it just like I'm big? <laughs> because, <laughs> because, of, like, because because of the pain. Yeah, it was because of all that pain. Um. I just feel like, you know. All the better to reflect the patriarchy. We'll talk about this. What about Frank and Weenie? Next week. <laughs> I've never seen Frank and Weenie. I love it. I think, I think we're going we're gonna to do well, Frank we'll, and Weenie we'll, behind a paywall. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. We'll, we'll hide that in some tier. It'll be a $1,000 black <laughs> label episode. Right. Um, uh, just because this main series is too fucking long. Yeah, he's, he's an unwieldy career. Uh, but uh, no, I, you know, this movie, 
had a very big budget and underperformed at the box office. This movie, yeah. This Warner movie cost $150 million. Mm-hmm. It did like 80 domestic. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, but but it's still like when you go, okay, this was a failure. The critics didn't like it. It lost money. It still made like nine times what big eyes make. Sure. If right. you're yeah. Tim Burton, you kind of slunk away from that and go like, I don't know. I guess I should keep making these big things. Or I'll you make just- Dumbo. Yeah, big ears. He makes big ears, and they retitled Dumbo. Making big ears. Look, he can make as many movies as he wants as if he puts Colin Farrell in him. He can make Dark Shadows with Colin Farrell, and I watch it. I just feel like if he's got enough money, it's like he's done. He has enough money to live five hundred lives now. So why doesn't he just make? Yeah, he's he's going full Barnabas. Yeah, (laughs) but like then, but then just then just make the movies you want to make. You don't gotta you don't gotta live five hundred more years. It seems like the diagnosis is like maybe he just doesn't know what he wants to make. Right? Like I don't know. Here's what bugs boy from Burbank. There are a bunch of things that, like, when he was, like, in his, like, 90s golden boy period, was developing that they were, like, too far out there, we're not going to make this. That I think he could make today. He could could, uh, warm him up. And I'm always waiting for him to pull one of those, like, passion projects out of the vault, and it, like, doesn't fucking happen. He signs on to another $200 million. It's Tim Burton's twisted take on blank. And, like, one of them is, like, uh, uh, there's uh, what the fuck is it called? There's there is a manga comic. My the Psychic Girl. That's right. what you're talking about. Which yeah, he yeah, wanted yeah. to adapt as a musical with Sparks doing all the songs. Right. Oh. And that's exactly Which what I does, want to see him do. It does great. look kind of cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. sounds really good. I know. That's such I know. an oddball project that he's clearly passionate about it. Him doing a musical again sounds great. Him doing fucking something with Sparks sounds great. Like yeah. I wish he like pulled out like Right. Like Sweeney Todd, which I like, is like very much. Do you like the Sweeney? I do like Sweeney I Todd. Like Sweeney. Yes. Hello. But that was someone where he was like. Barnabas. This meant a lot to <laughs> me. I'm going to make you a pie. I, I, <laughs> my Sweeney episode is going to be wild. Yeah. <laughs> I, you want him to like pull out like shit that he cares about, not like big brand shit, you know, but like people he wants to work with, writers he likes. I don't know. You're, sure. Because he kind of can make anything now. He can, yeah. yeah. If he feels so strongly about something, Timmy. Just do it. You got the money. It's just Timmy, frustrating because Timmy. in such a franchise branded universe, mm. uh, he's one of the guys where like his name is the brand. Mm-hmm. So like Tim Burton's take on whatever with that's the marketing campaign. It doesn't matter if it's based off a book that everyone knows. You Tim know? Burton's yeah. haunted computer. Yeah, mm-hmm. bone Tim computer. Burton's, Tim Bones. T- Tim the Burton's bones computer. The computer. The bones computer. Um, the visionary mind of Tim Burton. What computer? From but the visionary bones. computer. Is there anything left to say about fucking? I will. I mean, we, shadows, fan, fan praise, but we gotta say it because you're here. This movie does pass the Bechtel cast. It, it the does. Bechtel it, cast. It passes. It passes the Bechtel podcast. cast. No, it does well, pass the test, of, though. A lot of it, female uh, characters. Yeah, it does yeah. pass the Bechtel test many times. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I mean, not many. It passes. Yeah. Sure. But it passes with weird phrases like, "Do you believe women deserve equal rights?" <laughs> no. Sure. So that's not a great pass. <laughs> no, no, it's a soft pass. It's a very what? soft. Pass. No, it's a flawed metric. Yeah. Yeah. He kills all the hippies. Uh, I it's like a weird that scene. scene. Yeah, it's kind of a funny scene. That's Anna like, Murray. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. I was like, oh, this is a comedy, and right. then the next scene, it's like, right. no, it's not. But it's just Depp just should be dialed in, and it's, he's just like, regrettably, I must kill you now, and you're just like, that's that's all you got for this? Like, where's the fun? I've never felt less. Uh, feeling Jack between two. here, like Johnny Depp and Bella Heathcote. There's just there's nothing there. Yeah, 
No, There's no, no, I'm no, like, they no. may have never actually met. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, they may have been like, she's call. legally too young to be around you. So away. we're going to just make a kissy face in front of a green screen. <laughs> Which is where child hours. Yeah. Um, is she the one who eats uh, in Neon Demon, who eats the correct. other model? That's pretty cool. And then oh, barfs up an eyeball. Is... Yeah, I think she's very good in that movie. Me too. Oh, I like her in um, Professor Marston. The green throw up. Oh, yeah, that was fun. That's goofy. That was it a- co- comes out of nowhere. Yeah. That's in your, you see, you like the, the, the final crazy 15 minutes when it's just I do. barf I and I just vomit. like when they're just like, fuck it. Spit She's a it. werewolf. They're vomiting. They're on the ceilings. What, what do you got, oh, Jamie? God. But, well, well, <laughs> well the, the, I liked the barf, but then, he, but then he just beats her up oh, yeah. for like r- 10 r- minutes. R- right. Yeah, and yeah, we yeah. don't want to <laughs> see Johnny Depp beating a lady up. Yeah, we yeah, don't. Like, That's throw, true. Throws that a is, few, a few. We don't want to see Johnny Depp right. beating up a blonde woman. No, no, never again. It is, and and then yeah. and then she shatters, which I thought was like the most Tim Burton. She Burton-y, takes her heart out. Uh, uh, offers it to him, and then right. he's like, "I cannot accept." And he, she uh, she said shatters. That. She shat, and it's and. So what? He was wrong. She had a heart the whole time. So he's wrong. I mean, I so he's know. wrong. Come on, Griff. Yes. Yeah. Come on, weigh in. I yes. Did she have a heart or not? She did. She offered it to him. Well, is it a and heart? And then they go or? twilight yeah. at the end, and then Victoria, which in the show, if I yeah. recall correctly, Victoria does eventually become a vampire as well. Right. But they, okay. but, the, but the, what a weird way to end the movie of like, no, he, she's, she has to kill herself. Yet she the has movie to. ends. One must setting up a sequel, and then people would ask <laughs> Tim Burton, like, "Are you going to do a sequel?" And he's like, "I don't no, think so." Not meant to be a franchise. <laughs> like, right. Darker, darker shadow. Um, uh, but I guess he was just like soap operas have cliffhangers, so it should have a cliffhanger. You do feel cliff. though, there's like a cliff at the end. There is a cliff. Haunted cliff. There's a universe there's a in which you go like, okay, haunted vampire cliff. It's not dark shadows, right? You don't right. have the property dark shadows. So instead, you just do like a he's a vampire and he comes back to the 70s. In, 20, in 2010 or whenever, when they were trying to greenlight this movie, right? Yeah. If you said, oh my God, here's the pitch. Johnny Depp and Tim Burton do a movie. We're mm-hmm. playing off the Twilight thing. Everyone thinks vampires are sexy now. Mm-hmm. It's a movie where like a like 1700s vampire right. wakes up in modern day and he doesn't know what anything is anymore. Right. That would work as a broad comedy sure. as sort of like a pre what we do in the shadows, like fish out of water. Yeah. That's what it would be. He's right. really like heightened. Committed to right. It. He's I mean, like what this, we do in the shadows is right. The movie that cracked that right. like, did a good job. And right. makes this movie even shittier because then the comedy stuff doesn't really right. work even less than it did when it was released. Yeah. Right. Yes. Well, the problem is, as Jamie's kind of said, like he comes back and he's like a rich guy. So like, there's not a lot of tension. And he's they don't like have a fucking conflict. rich guy. There's, he comes back, he like opens a secret thing, yes. and there's it's no, like a bunch of riches. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, he he immediately makes them wealthy again. Right, they accept him. Yeah, uh, right. They're like cool. Right. There's like, that scene where he re- is revealed to be a vampire to everyone else, and they're like, <gasps> but then that's it. But then they're like, okay. Yeah. And then, and Chloe Grace Moretz is a werewolf. Right. Yeah. So don't make a big deal. Very out empowering. Of it. Very empowering. Oh, I mean, God. you're right. Oh, hey, can't. could you tell yeah. that she was cool because she listens to music all the time? Did you guys pick yeah. up on that? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, she's like super, super cool, and she yeah. has like strong takes about the music of the time, and we love that. Right, yes. right. Yes. Oh, because I, I couldn't tell at first, but I was like, this is the '70s, right? Okay, mm. I'm, that's I'm why with Chloe it. Grace Moretz is there to remind you what year it is. I, <laughs> I am realizing as Thank we talk you. over this, the only dramatic conflict of the movie is 
will Johnny Depp punch this blonde woman? It truly right, is because right. everything yeah. else they resolve. She's like, I'm going to ruin your life. Yeah. Right, because everything yeah. else that's introduced as a conflict gets resolved within the same scene. I mean, there's this sort of the like. The dad's a problem. We're shipping him off. The business is failing. He brainwashes The psychiatrist people. is right. stealing his blood. Throw her in the ocean. her off the right. fucking haunted right. cliff. Right. It's, the only long-term conflict in this movie is right. when's he going to punch that woman? Right, right. Which is bad. It's and not great. And then he does a lot. He does and a he lot. he does and she's dead. Okay. Okay, so Johnny Depp kills a lady. That's awesome. <laughs> he actually kills a lot of people. He does. He kills yeah. a lot of he people. He kills a lot of people. Mostly off screen. Yeah. Chloe Grace oh, there's also that big, like, no big they have deal. sex, too. Eva Green, and that where they're like fighting and smashing the room. Right, and the yeah. piano and stuff. Which is just weird to see in the Tim Burton movie. Like it's it is. It's it's kind of equivalent it's to the sex horny. scene at the end of Munich it's where it's horny. like it feels weird to show him yeah. like to see him shooting sex scenes. Like yeah. that feels like that doesn't fit into his universe. I you feel know? like that's maybe why the sex scene is so uncanny valley and bad. Right, right. Really where weird. Yeah. D- Tim Burton's just like, I don't Yeah, you're all it. clawing at each other. I don't know. Plays the piano with her butt. Helena Bonham Carter <laughs> and I just stare at each other really hard. <laughs> I don't know. But they were like one of those Dude. couples where like the whole time they were together, they lived in separate houses. Right. They had like two Hot. different small gothic cottages that were like connected by an underground tunnel. Like, pardon, 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 How is it not exhausting being me. a person like that? I don't know. It just sounds exhausting <sighs> to having to commit to the bit uh, quite that hard. I'm, I'm going to tell a story now that I, I, uh, I didn't know if there was an Jesus, appropriate episode what? to tell, but I'll just tell it here. Yeah. So I like a Tim Burton kid, die hard. He was my guy. Mm. I'm like 10 years old. We have to do an independent research project at school. I'm like, Timmy B, baby. I'm doing what? my Tim Burton thing. I'm That's all in it. on right, it. Right. I'm like 10. I'm reading like Burton on Burton books, sure, sure, sure. you know, in like a limited internet access era. I'm like going all in on everything I can find. All right. of it, right? He's hitting JSTOR. Yes. And my dad comes home one day and goes like, I have some big news for you. And I was like, what is it? And he was like, new tenant moving into our building, like apartment 7J, Tim Burton. <gasps> and I was like, what? And he was like, got the scoop from the front desk. Whoa. He's moving okay. in. And it was him and Lisa Marie. So yeah, when, when, are, we, oh. when are we talking? His old, this is 2000. His old, right, right, this right, is right. a good time right? to be Tim Burton. Right. This right. is 99, 2000. It's pre-Planet of the Apes. So in my mind, he has not made a bad film ever. Right? I'm like, Whoa. this guy is 10 right. for 10. Lisa Marie's in Planet of the Apes. Correct. Yep. So this is before they're going to film Planet of the Apes. He moves into the building and I'm just like. That's really exciting. Like shaking with excitement, right? <laughs> now you talk about like it must be exhausting to like be that much yourself, right? Yes. At the age of 10, when Tim Burton's reputation is still really good, his quality, you know, consistency of output is really strong and high and everything. My thing was just like, this dude's brand is fucking awesome. And Halloween is going to be lit in this building. Now. Like as a 10 year old, I was like, I he can't moves even... in and like spiders are carrying right. the fucking bags or whatever. Because He moves in in like a November or December. Right. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I've got to wait almost a full year to get that Halloween going. OK. No. You never see him in the building. Sure. Right. And uh, it's just like, when's Halloween going to come? Right. And we're doing it in our building. I live in an apartment building and uh, trick or treating in New York City is terrible. But you're like going oh, up and it. down I the just stages. Would run loose in my building, yeah. My building was full of old people who didn't like children. Okay. Um, and uh, we like got to his like because uh, he had like a fake name on like the board in the sure, building, sure. but we knew which apartment Mr. was his. Bones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky Spookerson. <laughs> and I was like, we're gonna like ring the bell, and like Lisa Marie's gonna come out in Rick Baker makeup. Right, right, right. And right. like you said, there's gonna be like a skeleton, like right. fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. a spider in the background <laughs> no, and no whatever. Fucking. 
whatever. Like he'll have dressed up. We'll get a look into his apartment, yeah. and he literally just had the bowl right. with the fun size yeah. and just a sign that said like "take one," and it wasn't even his handwriting. Like I was right. like, maybe the sign will have like a drawing on it or whatever. And it was the most. Did he even answer thing. the door, or was it just like no? There it was, was a bowl. it was one of those the bowls yeah. there. Please take one. Right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a bummer. So you never saw Timmy B. I met him in the elevator sure. once. Uh-huh. And it was like an out-of-body experience. And were experience. you like, I'm a big fan of Tim Burton? I could barely speak and my dad did the talking for me and was like, this is my son. He like, you know, he Love did a presentation. Movie. Oh man, that's cool this far out. And I just was like, <laughs> like I went to school, I told everybody, right. simply the best. <laughs> like I was just like on like such a high. But I met him for like five seconds. He was nice to me. That's yeah, nice. That's great. I mean, it was like, you know, four floors of conversation before we got to his... You know, his, sure. his moment to walk out. Well, my uh, my friend in high school yeah. was, uh, his mom was, Samantha. Uh, well, it was Samantha Morton's agent, but was also Helena Bonham Carter's agent. Okay. Wow. So they knew them. I don't know. They were nice. Yeah. That was all, that was I, all mean, I heard. They were fine. They're supposed to be nice people. people. Yeah. yeah. They lived in their house. Yeah. Yeah. I Again, just, you were, you would not hear that like Tim Burton was like cooking at a cauldron or no. whatever. No, I think he's fairly like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He's 60. What's he's he 60. Do? He's it's old. weird that he's 60. He's tired. Yeah. He's, he's tired. tired. Let him sleep. Let him sleep. <laughs> Don't wake him up for dark shadows. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, let him sleep. In let his, him sleep. For a thousand years. His cute little house. Um, okay, let's let's do box office game on this movie. I, I did look it up. They literally didn't release a trailer until mid-March, and the film came out mid-May. That's crazy. So Jamie, for a $150 million movie, that's like a clear sign that you're giving up. Box office yeah. game is, um, I'm going to... Please. He, Griff's going to try and guess the movies that were top five of the box office the week this movie came out. Oh, okay. this is the only He's good thing at my this. brain stores. Yeah, oh, this it's is really great. alarming. Yeah. Um. So May eleventh, twenty twelve. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know the one that I okay. So number one, you probably know what number was, one was. Was starting the summer was Avengers. Yeah. Right. And so in its second week. Yeah. In its second week, Avengers made one hundred and three million dollars. Right. First movie I ever cracked two hundred. Um. Uh, so so that was still just. You know, that was it. Dark right. Shadows opens against us, like, you know, who cares? Like, I'm still, like, an apologetic Burton fan. I go see Dark Shadows opening night, but that weekend, I remember specifically being more excited to see Avengers a second time. Right. Did you after, see Avengers, After Jamie, not liking Avengers? the previous the Marvel movie. movies. Okay. I think Avengers is great. But I, oh, I love Avengers, too. I, I yeah. like Marvel movies. I, it, seemed, it, it seems like people like it. I've <laughs> yeah. never they're, seen it. They're quite popular. I, I think that it. one's very well written. No, I mean, yeah. I, 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 we, we love yeah. the Avengers. We'll yeah. talk about we'll it. We'll talk about the Avengers. Yeah. Um, number three mm-hmm. uh, is a, sort of like a ensemble comedy based on an advice book. Oh, uh, I saw this. What you did? What to expect when you're expecting? No, nope. no, it's um, not, um, uh, oh, it's, it's it's not. Uh, who do you think it's by, Jamie? I know the word oh, guy. I know what it is. You're, you're close. You're right. close. It's a think like a man. Think like a man. Oh, the first one. That's not what oh, that's I not what you're thinking of. Okay. Whoa. Which one were you thinking of? I was thinking of a movie that I think actually came out in 2010. Which is he's just not that into you. Yes. Oh, sure. Right. Yes. Another of yes. the anthology. Right. Nonfiction and turned into turned bad movies. That, right, that was the start of them, and then there was the rush where they right. were like, "Think like a man" is kind of like an updated take on that, where it's like, right. you know, relationships. We're all in them, but that's that <sighs> run where it's like you buy an advice book, you make it into Steve a, Harvey's an ensemble. Book. Think like a man, Steve act Harvey's. like a lady. Yes, yes. 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 The the plot of these two movies, uh, the first one, because I'm like, he's just not that into you, or like, what to expect when you're expecting. It's mm-hmm. like. 
they take the sort of lessons from the book and they dramatize them into funny little slice of life settings right. with Chase Crawford or whatever. Yeah. This one <laughs> is about everyone reading the book. Oh, weird. It's all oh. all okay. the women in the relationship start right. reading the Steve Harvey book. Steve and then, Harvey's then name they is roast said their men? 8,000 And times. Steve Harvey's in it as himself. Uh, yes, but only through talk show appearances. Okay, I think sure. they never oh. meet him. Sure, okay. But it's weird That's because- crazy. Yeah, they treat- think like a man in the movie like it's the bible and it's the thing that like, like unlocks them it's kind of like book club except more about the book than the film book club right Whoa. um but the other weird thing is his advice book is like hey listen to me i'm steve harvey i've been divorced several times right my advice is for a marriage to work the woman has to do everything the man wants to do and also figure out what the man wants and think like him and preemptively do those things before think he Think like asks. him, don't behave like him. Think like him and then uh, Yeah, but then be ladylike. Uh, fuck Steve Harvey. Uh, those movies are kind of fun. Uh, the s- I like it when Keenan does Steve Harvey, though, on I do SNL. Too. He's really yeah. funny. Uh, the second one uh, is like a uh, just the boys go to Vegas movie. Oh, great. It has nothing to do with like the advice sort of shit. It's the boys. Huh. Two, two of the people are getting married and all the boys and, and the think girls. Think like a man, yeah. too. T-O-O. Yep. The boys uh, and the girls go to Vegas and it's like a bachelor party, a bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. And the only way that Steve Harvey is brought into the movie is they get really hung up playing the Steve Harvey slot machine in Vegas. Isn't uh, Turtle? God. Turtle's in it. Turtle's in both of them. He, he is uh, dating Gabrielle Union because that makes sense. Uh, Are you cool, cool with Turtle? Are you down with Turtle? From I'm down Entourage? with Turtle. I'm yeah, down yeah. with Turtle. Yeah, he likes yeah. sneakers. Okay, number four <laughs> is a big, huge, gigantic movie of the summer. Uh, Are you joking? No. It's like franchise starter. It's been around for like eight weeks at this point. Of the summer. So it's from the spring. It's from the spring. Truly. But it was a All big, right, well, it was a big right. spring picture. Don't, franchise don't season, split seasonal hairs split with me. split seasonal hairs with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, you're right. It came out in March. Franchise starter. Yep. In March. Made 400 plus million dollars. Whoa. Giant smash hit. 2012? 2012. Oh, The Hunger Games? The Hunger Games. Oh. Hunger Games. With Jennifer... Lawrence. A massive, a massive movie, and a star, a star is born. I mean, that's when she becomes a, a superstar, and then she wins an Oscar. Uh cool. And then she turned twenty three. Right, and upsetting. then yeah. number five it's is crazy how fast and how big everything happened for her. Yeah. I just was like thinking about her career the other day, and and just realizing how much of a mental breakdown I would have. Being her, like yeah, having that. Just the rocket ship speed and then right, everyone right. being like, she's fun. We want to get drinks with her. Right. And then being like, no, fuck her. Right. She seems fine, too. She seems very she well seems adjusted. She seems kind of okay yeah, she's with her. She's doing all right. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Number five is a uh, uh, Nicholas Sparksy kind of thing. I'm not actually even sure if it's Nicholas Sparks. Is it the Miley Cyrus one? No, it's not it's the not. Vow, is No, it? <laughs> is it the is it the one? Uh, it, uh, it the, stars another teen idol, like now. Is it the, the Zac Efron one? Zac Efron. Oh. Uh, it's Zac Efron and Taylor Schilling. It is Sparks, yeah. And it's called, it's not called The Best of Me, right? That's James Marsden? No, it's not called that. It's, is it called the, the Something? Yeah. It's The Blank Blank. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, and is it describing the person? Yeah, because the names are always so like. Is it describing the person or is it describing the relationship? Person, I think. I haven't seen it. Is it like the blank man? Is it something like that? No, it's the blank blank. Not man. 
The quiet, the quiet one. Nope. Close. One is right. Fuck. Uh, the the. It's not quiet. The it's nice not, one. It's not brave. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's nice. The good, the good one. No. Oh my god! It's the, the fun bl- one. The blank one. What kind of tone are they putting out? What kind of vibe does this guy have? I pulled out my headphones. Um, the you know, one. he was in war. Is it the brave one? one? No, that's uh, Jodie Foster. And right. Survived. That's the only one. The last one. Uh, nope, nope. The strong one? Ben gave you a clue. He was in war? He survived. He survived. The living one? What am I? <laughs> L is right. Yeah. The lonely one? Nope. <laughs> oh, that's. We're getting so close. We're hovering around one. this. The. He survived. The lucky one. The lucky one. He yep. was lucky because he got to be in a Nicholas Sparks story. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Oh. He's got abs. Wow. Up the There's wazoo. No Look at those abs. It. Yeah. God. Well, you don't see abs in that. I you mean, you're pecs. right. Pecs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he probably has abs. Go Zach Efron. Where do you stand on Zach Efron? I love him. I'm a big fan. I love him. I'm a big fan. He's got range. I think he's a really good actor and a really good movie star. And I was really excited when like Neighbors, it was like, okay, they they finally cracked him. Now he's taken seriously and everything he's made post Neighbors yeah. has been a disaster. Oh, like uh, Mike and Dave and Baywatch. Oh right. yeah, Baywatch. I like that he does it. I, I like that he does it. I don't know. I, I still really like Zac Efron. I always wanted him to be doing like comedies. I wanted to bring back his High School Musical haircut. He's mm. so fucking good in High School Musical 3. God. All right. In, I mean, in all of them. That his number in High School Musical 2, three, right? On the I, golf course. I just like 3 because it's like cinematic. They got some real production value. I mean, well, they got the movie budget. Exactly. Time. Right. And they like, the theaters, baby. Decom. Yeah. I like the one who plays the piano in High School Musical. The like weird. Oh, girl oh, the girl the, who's got like glasses um, or whatever. What's her? Odessa Rulin or whatever. Sure. Yes, the know. girl. She's awkward. She's, she's awkward. But then, but she gets kissed at some point. Of course, they all get. Kissed. Gotta get a kiss. Corbin yeah. Blue. Yeah. Corbin Blue is. Uh, I heard in Beetlejuice the musical right now. Let's, is let's he all really? See it. Is that is unless he I have Beetlejuice? some very bad. Alex info. Reitman. Reitman know. is playing Beetlejuice. I know. Um, Alex Brightman. He it, uh, originated the role of Dewey Finn in the School of Rock musical. <gasps> He's playing Fun. the juice. Fun. Uh, what was the thing I was going to say about High School Musical? I'm looking at oh. Corbin Blue on the Internet Broadway database. Corbin Blue Beetlejuice. Did I? This is something someone told me yesterday. Looking uh, it up. Oh no! Okay, yeah. No, he's it's in, it's, he's in the DC he's version. He's gonna of be in it, right? Right. He'll be in DC. Yes. But you know, he is he's, he playing Beetlejuice in DC? Who's he playing in DC? Because the DC know. one is going on right now, and then they're going to transfer to Broadway. Well, it will happen by the time oh, this episode right, comes man. out. It will be about to open on Broadway, I think. Where I don't the, fucking know. God, I, Blue is affiliated with Beetlejuice. Hard to know. Okay. Exactly what more like he's doing. He's also gonna be in Kiss Me. Lydia. He's gonna be in Kiss Me Kate on Broadway blind. next year. I love Corbin Blue too. He's I, the Broadway. whole cast of High School I think we should all go see Kiss Me Kate me. on Broadway. Fine. Ooh. In like May of twenty nineteen. Yeah, let's What's do Ashley Tisdale up to. Yeah. She a brunette again? Uh I feel like she <laughs> went back to I didn't, Disney is she Channel. has she been pregnant that many times? Like what well, no, I said she's brunette. Oh, I thought you said is she pregnant again? No, she's a natural brunette. Interesting. Oh, I was yeah. I'm pregnancy shaming Ashley Tisdale. <laughs> oh, I don't like that in Wikipedia under public image it says Tisdale is considered a sex symbol, and <sighs> then there's a link to sex symbol. Oh, 
is Ashley Tisdale the picture? A famous person <laughs> or fictional character widely regarded to be sexually attractive. Here's the picture. It's Marilyn Monroe. Oh, wow. I've heard of her. <laughs> mm. Sorry. She's commonly associated with sex. Um, right. Uh, she's Ashley Tisdale was in uh, some sort of uh, animated film called Charming. Look, we're stealing material here because this is the context we're going to need when we do our Kenny Ortega miniseries. <gasps> so let's just cast. I yeah. love or- Ortega. Ortegs. Newsies. Newsies. Hocus Pocus. God, the dancer who wanted Pocus. to direct. What HSM a compelling three. narrative. Yeah. Newsies is an insane movie. Yeah, Ortega's it's weird. It's insane. Ortega's weird. Um, he directed the Michael Jackson uh, yeah. posthumous concert documentary. Yeah, he was sort of in with Jackson. I think he did like a lot of Michael Jackson that stuff. That documentary yeah. is all Ortega's him got talking a to Michael. Great Jackson. selection of pants. Yes, he's a, he's a very well dressed man. He's got mm-hmm. the, the the pants on that man. I swear. Uh, he also directed a lot of Gilmore Girls episodes, like a lot. He did. Really? Yes. 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 So I know him from that. Okay, so let's on the record right now. Kenny Ortega is our next miniseries. He's only got four, five movies. Oh, well, it's easy. We'll Are three of them High School Musical? <laughs> Oh, I guess if you count Theatrical. the High School Musicals, right? Yeah, because he still directs a lot of Disney out. Channel stuff. I mean, he did he the also two directed Descendants the Cheetah movies. Girls too. <gasps> wow, directed the one in Spain. Uh, yes, directed sure. an episode of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Directed an uh, episode of Boneheads. Oh, see, Boneheads. He hasn't had a yeah. He's in with Amy Sherman Palladino. Yeah, he hasn't had a theatrically released movie since uh, Michael Jackson's This Is It, and I guess you could say that was it. Uh, Jamie, thank you so much for being here. Hey, thank you for having me. I love to talk about the boy from Burbank. The boy from Burbank. Yeah. Yep. So sad. Thank you for seriously. Thank you for yeah, coming. Seriously. On the show. Oh Very no, it was now. great. Um, thank you're you for you're in me. New York for like 24 hours, and we it's true. we we wanted to make this happen so badly. We made it happen. We made it happen. Success. Uh, right, Ben. Yes. Did, wait, did you remember to hit record, Ben? I yeah. Oh, oh, thank God. Okay, okay. okay. I had to double yes. check. But yeah. I was really worried about that. Yeah. Right, 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 right. I love that we both had to take a nap during this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just, it was rough. I needed a feature-length nap in the middle of the movie. Same. I finally finished this morning. <laughs> I had to delay it, actually. Like, I had to go to bed and then finish A little Dark it. Shadows um, breakfast. I put this, I put it on my iPad, and I watched it on the subway to my Girl with the Dragon, uh, Girl in the Spider Web screening. And Dating from, this episode. Yeah. 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 The Girl in the Spider Web screening. Did you like it? No. Okay, good. It's not good. I haven't seen it. Uh, it's bad. Which, Hacker. My response. She. F- 18 hacking scenes. If Ooh, you want yeah. hacking, she's hacking up the wazoo. But hacking from her phone, like a phone hacking. Oh, I don't know. I'm just very surprised that uh, choosing not to bring back the person who got an Oscar nomination for playing the character was a bad creative choice. I, mean, I yeah. Do you think that they eventually just were like, forget it, we don't want to do it, or did they genuinely like sort of get cut out of it? She has said that she wanted to do it and was upset that she didn't get offered. That's weird. Remar didn't even get an offer. That's no. Weird. That that because uh, she had the contract and when late, like Fincher's not doing it, they're doing the fourth book and she was like in an interview, she's like, I haven't talked to anyone, but I'd like to do it. Then they announced Claire Foy and she was like, I don't know, they never reached out to me. The thing that's really wow, weird about the movie so shitty. is yeah. that they're they're it's based on the fourth book and the movie essentially is kind of like you remember what happened in the second and third books, right? And I'm like, I know I actually never read them. And yeah. The movie's like, sure you do. Yeah, she's got like a dad and a sister and shit. And I'm like, I no, I I didn't know. And they yeah. were like. Oh, well, we figured you knew all that. <laughs> you know, so this makes no sense. It's so weird. It's just like everyone was like pretty on board with that performance. And then to well, throw that out. Like feels Foy very... is at least fine. She's a good actor. No, in the movie, she's right, fine. Yeah. She's not good, but she's fine. But like 
you went from Daniel Craig to a random Swedish guy. That's right. the other thing. They just Ooh. cast a random Swedish oh, guy. No. Yeah. And he's like such a wet blanket. It's the Swedish chef, isn't it? <laughs> yes. It's Swedish chef. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bjorky Bjork. Yeah. And Vicky Creeps is in it, but it's before Phantom Thread like came out. So they're just sort of oh. like, she's in like two scenes. And you're like, give me more creeps. That's always the weirdest phenomenon when like Lapita Nyong'o is like one of the flight attendants in nonstop, which right. was shot before 12 Years a Slave. So mm-hmm. by the time the movie comes out, she's won an Oscar. And her only line is like, and would you like sparkling or still? <laughs> 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 like she's on camera a lot, right. but mostly as like a featured extra. Uh, anyway, that's been our boiling hot girl in the spider web talk is now right. being released five months after the film has been released. I'm sorry. No, burning hot episode. People are waiting for those takes, baby. Yeah, I mean, it was the Dark Shadows episode, so whatever. Like, we can be as weird as we want, yeah, sure. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, it's a weird movie. Hey, look. Family is strange, right? Rel- every uh, strange relative, is relative. Strange is relative. Strange I is fucked relative. it up. Strange is relative. Uh, Jamie, everyone should listen. Back to the cast. Anything else you want to plug for the, the month of March 2019? In March? Oh, God. I mean, I'm going to be popping off in March just to wait. Yeah. Now just listen to the Back to cast. New episodes um, on Thursday. Google to figure out what your Twitter account is at that time. Uh, yeah, hopefully it'll be resolved. I was just yeah. rejected today, so. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm appealing and appealing. What a good company. Uh, what a great company. I love that I like so much of like my interaction with people who like this show is tied to that stupid fucking website. Oh, you know so what I mean? You're also yeah. like the one person who still kind of enjoys it. I like Twitter because it, but I only use it to talk to my friends. That's what you say. Every right. time I stress it about Twitter, right. David just goes like, come on. Well, I mean, it's 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 to talk to my friends. Well, but like, but <laughs> I ignore all the other stuff. He blocks everything else out. Right. I'm like an extreme muter. Like it's oh, mute, okay. mute crazy. And sometimes to the extent that like people will be like, I can't believe it. And I'm like, they can't believe what? <laughs> I have to like tap through three <laughs> things. To he find. like literally <laughs> mutes anyone who isn't a friend of his. <laughs> yeah, I, I, if you did all corporations, all strangers. I turned off all notifications from people who don't follow me, which really did change my right, life. Right, that's the big That one. was huge. Okay. Because I, the Atlantic will tweet me out and people will be like, eh, 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 and I was just like, no, oh. goodbye forever. I never yeah. want to David see this. David likes yeah. it because he's a very funny texter. He's a really good person to text with. Oh, thank he's you. the king of the slack. Threads. Wow, that's a, that's a big compliment. And, thank you. And so like, he gets to just have like friend conversations publicly on Twitter and then gets likes for it. Right. You know? You just get to be loved for being yourself. Right. right. And he's literally like, having conversations with people publicly, and people are like, good writer, good writer. Right. Like, funny, <laughs> funny, funny, funny. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You probably nailed it. I that's think probably that's what your it entire. Is. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm an incredibly social person in yes. general. So I think like Twitter is just another way for me to like chat to my friends if I'm bored. David like screams at people if they don't tell him what's going on in their life. Yeah. Me, I get so mad. <laughs> he goes, and like, then, what else? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what's going on? And they're like, I don't know. And then they're like, what's going on with you? And I'm like, Oh, nothing. Oh, <laughs> right, I don't right. know. Yeah. I still don't know his last name. He hasn't told me anything. It's a secret. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for being here, Jamie. Hey, thanks for having me. And uh, thanks so much to all of you for listening. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe. Uh, go to blankiesatreddit.com for some real nerdy shit. Go to Public for some real nerdy merchandise. Thanks to Andrew Gudo for our social media. Lane Montgomery for a theme song. Joe Bowen and Pat Reynolds for our artwork. And as always, be like Jack and Sally. Oh, gross. <laughs>